This is the story of your enslavement, how it came to be, and how you can finally be free. You have to be a light to yourself, not the light of a professor or an analyst or a psychologist or, or the light of Jesus or the light of the Buddha. You have to be a light to yourself in a world that is utterly becoming dark. wonder and power. chance and I am here to take you into a very serious question today what is the matrix is it a computer simulation that you're living in no it's probably not that is it a mental simulation that you are stuck within yes that's what it is and my guest Chris Abert who is just a multi-talented spiritual technician he and I get real deep on the topic of what is the matrix how do we break ourselves out of it and how do we help the world around us by changing ourselves for the better it's a really fun episode i hope you get into it first i would like to say that uh shout out is in order to the st louis moon tribe friends of chris is a facebook group that i've been in for a while but not really active in but i've seen cool shit in it uh haven't been active in it because hey i'm not in st louis but if i was i would be posting in that group like hey where you at i want to hang so anyway shout out to you guys any of you checking out this episode right now please do me a favor and like it and share it and spread it amongst y'all selves because you know i'm about building communities and bridging the gap between communities anyway the music you're hearing right now is called moksha by cosmic inception and Chris recommended this song to be the intro, and it's long enough to be intro music and outro music. It's a hella long song. You should check it out. I'm going to link it in the episode notes. There's all kinds of cool parts where it goes into deep metaphysical quotes by people or kind of dark quotes from, I don't know, this guy who's about to start talking right here. 
like all animals, human beings want to dominate and exploit the resources around them. At first, we mostly hunted and fished and ate off the land, but then something magical and terrible happened to our minds. We became, alone among the animals, afraid of death. Yeah, so that kind of hits it right on the head. I think that guy talking was Stephen Molyneux, who... He's sort of a polarized figure. I'm, I don't necessarily like him, but you don't have to like everything a person says for them to say something that you do like or do agree with. That's kind of a big part of what we get into with talking about The Matrix is that the binary reality we're all stuck in kind of keeps us playing red team versus blue team when in reality, everybody's a little of everything. Everybody's got both. And there's some good in the bad and some bad in the good. I don't need to go on about that though you'll get plenty of it in Chris and my conversation it was great maybe my favorite what I've had with the person for a long time and I hope you guys like it too uh, he talks about getting struck by lightning he talks about all the stuff that he's even later in the episode anyway we kind of just go deep at the beginning but later he talks about all the stuff he's into right now and uh, in the future involving his company Unify Farms and you know he's talking about spreading organic farming and linking up cooperative efforts to just help more people eat food that's clean and grown correctly and has the right energy and that that matters a lot um matters a lot more than i can really explain (laughs) just speaking as a human being that has a fluctuating energy level that's largely based on my diet it took just up to this point in my life to even figure out how deeply those things were connected. So anyway, um, I, before I get into the episode, I would like to real quick ask for help from whoever's listening right now. The fact that you're listening, first of all, let me say thank you. You're awesome. I love you. You don't even know how cool it is that you're checking this out because, you know, it's kind of in the infant stages still as production. My recording quality could be better. We won't get into that. This episode, I had a bit of a mishap that caused me to lose a a better version of the audio than the one I ended up having to use. But, you know, it's all good. That's part of the matrix. Have to deal with setbacks. But anyway, all I want to ask from you, the person that's hearing my voice right now, is for you to share this podcast with one other person that you think will actually check it out. I don't need you to, like, blast it on your social media wall or anything like that. Just... If there's a person that you know that might be interested in what ends up getting talked about here, um, share it with them. If you do want to share it in a shotgun sweep style on your wall or whatever, however you want to do it, tweet it, whatever, do that. I love that too. That'd be killer. Like, please, I'm depending on basically everybody else to talk about this and spread it around because I only have so many friends and most of them unsubscribe from me on their newsfeed because I probably talk about the matrix too much or whatever. Anyway, (laughs) um, thank you. And one other way you can help is if you subscribed on iTunes, which you can do or rated and reviewed the podcast on iTunes, that would be great. Either of those things would help out a lot. And uh, other than that, I'm going to get on to the episode and I hope you enjoy it. I love you very much. You're all wonderful, beautiful, special people. 
Um, even you, the one that's like, what? Okay, on to the episode. Thank you. I'll just let you go ahead and introduce yourself, Chris, and okay. we'll start from there. Alrighty. Well, my name is Chris Abert. Um, I'm from originally from Edwardsville, Illinois. I live in Wood River right now, and um, I am the vice president of Unify Farms uh, 501c3 and LLC, and I also am a photographer. And um, yeah, I'm really into. Uh, getting to understand what's going on exactly with our reality and with this matrix that we're all finding ourselves in. I like to dive deep into myself and into um, solutions, things that I can actually feel like are, um, I don't know, just viable solutions for people, like actually trying to approach the body and approach a whole system of living. Uh, I don't know. I'm just uh, trying to come, come back with something. You know what I mean? Come back with something. I I know exactly what you mean. Go go inside, um, see what you can shift around in there, and see how that uh, ends up playing out as changes in your world. Exactly. Exactly. Or at least how you don't get in the way of those changes, and therefore have problems. Maybe. Or when you yeah, or when you do get in the way of those changes, and you get in your own way. That's that's another another big one I've been I've been learning a lot about lately. So yeah. That's, that's the matrix you mentioned. Exactly. Exactly. If I was going to title this episode something, and I probably will, I'll call it "What Is the Matrix." Maybe we can just talk about that question. It's not really something answerable in a total sense while you're within something like it, because I mean, in the terms of this conversation, we're going to be speaking in a language and yeah, speaking of the thing within the thing matrix. itself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That makes it so hard. I'm, yeah. I mean. Most of my friends right now are probably, and most a lot of people just our age group are probably like getting together to watch The Walking Dead tonight. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And maybe there's no obvious harm to that, or maybe there isn't any harm to that, but there isn't any necessary advancement in that either. Exactly. It's all, it's a lot of it's about your intention and, and kind of like what you know. You know what I mean? Like those whether it's The Walking Dead or anything like that it's making you it's basically taking you somewhere and spinning your wheels spending your emotional energy somewhere that you know if you are otherwise lacking it in certain parts in your life or don't have focus in certain parts of your life I'm not saying that just because you watch TV or go to movies it makes you uh, any more or less intelligent than anybody else or more or less focused and that's not what I'm saying but it's the culture it's like paying attention to that whole the whole death culture you know what I mean? Um, even though death is something that we need to keep in keep in mind, um, I think that the the matrix, more or less, that we're sitting in is actually uh, is founded upon a culture of death. When you really want to get into it, a lot of the Westernized culture um, it comes from you know religious backgrounds where that's basically like it's it's worshiping what's going to happen after you die. It's worshiping um, you know, 
living a dogmatic lifestyle that's either going to or dualistic lifestyle that's either going to get you to heaven or to hell or to some you know capacity. Um, Lately, I've noticed a lot of that. A lot of that. Uh, I'm starting to see how that type of thinking is still pervasive, even in movements that appear to be transformational to our culture. Exactly. No. Exactly. About just the very like putting everything in the hands of a outside God, for example, and saying, oh, it's just God's will that this or that happens, or it's out of my hands for that reason, or if God wants it to happen, it'll happen. When people say things like, well, that's just what the universe wanted, um, it's the same thing. You're saying that's the, the same trick. thing. You, you hit it on the head right there, dude. It's like, that's, that's, the whole, that's the whole spell. That's the whole game is to make you externalize your God. It's to make you think that God or divinity is something that's outside of yourself or something that's outside of physicality or something that you're not directly a part of in every single moment, in every capacity, with every thought, with every intention, with every action that you take, with everything you take into your body. It, it's, 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 it is everything that you're interacting with. It's, it's not that... <laughs> You could you could say it's disguised itself as everything you interact with, um, because you don't want to meet it on its terms. <laughs> you don't want to accept it where it really is. This is in the hierarchy of nature, and that's the whole thing. Is is the 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 culture just got you worshiping the tech, the the externalized? Oh, I'm gonna basically get Google uploaded to my brain, kind of thing. That you're you're gonna have this omnipresent technical uh, control over the whole thing. When really, it's about how much joy can you hold in your heart. You know what I mean? It's about how how um, how close to the source can you really get and embody that, and then how that shines to other people, and not not so much as attaining this this monetary or um, kingly status of some kind, or like you know how um, just like some kind of class attaining some kind of success in that capacity it doesn't really exist it's it's a it's a it's an endless hamster wheel you know what i mean yeah it is a it's a circle that you're trapped within that is the matrix nature of it exactly um it's just a rise and a fall and a rise and a fall it's a constant oscillation between two binary points exactly and that's 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 kind of like we keep bringing up the, the uh, up binary of up duality and like you really look at the even the whole system in and of itself like in the, the American government and obviously there's going to be differences there are polarities these are these are aspects of creation itself you know what I mean it doesn't mean that that's all that it is we're in essence we're actually trinary beings we're not just binary like we can originate being binary means you're just a blinking cursor you're just waiting to get you know uh, instructions from somebody at the job like that it's I'm not saying that you know the instructions are what point what point do I take between these two binary poles exactly, exactly. and then the key the, like the key point to take if you want to generate maximum thrust or energy is the balance point between the poles exactly exactly and that's the most difficult thing because to maintain that balance through the whole day when you're literally inside of an entire binary matrix that's trying to pull you to one polarity or another you're this one kind of person for this particular job at this particular time of the day or this particular group of friends or these you know like it's it's like walking a tightrope during a windstorm exactly exactly and any little thing could possibly push you over into a polarized way of thought without before you even realize you're there exactly 
because it's, it's that's part of the the, the program of itself, or of even if you want to get into it as as mind control, is that you don't know it's happening. Like it's just part of your your thought process, and it, it is it is really difficult to um, not be stuck all- in binary mindsets. Or, or, or basically just other pro- – basically you could say binary mindsets in terms of like entire other programs of thought. It's something else that's been created, something else that's been originated. It's not that you know, we can't all share our, 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 our own originated ideas and that it's not uh, – that it's a bad thing to um, take in other programs that may actually be good for you. But um, seeing it as such is not really the mode when you're living inside a binary world. You know, you see what I mean? Like you don't well, see it when you're within inside of it. When you're in a binary viewpoint, you can't really. You can't really see how it's affecting your energy because you're too busy living it out I guess exactly you're spending it that's why you can't see it you can't ex- you can't feel it so much because you're just you're giving it out to something on Facebook you're giving it out to something somebody bad you about and that pulled you into a certain polarity or a certain attitude like it's not that we don't have different aspects of our character but that's the whole thing is you're even getting polarized into a character if you're not the same person that you were yesterday everybody's like what the hell who are you just because you're an evolving control. person you're an evolving character like you're you're growing and and of course people change in different ways and some people don't change who knows but <laughs> it's on whenever you're in a binary way of thinking so you're you're either on this like you have an idea to create something or something you want to do. And we all think these thoughts all the time. That's what people call dreams. Right. Um, but uh, if you're in a polarized way of thinking about everything, then that means when these dreams come up, you're either going to be in the, of the viewpoint that, oh, I can't accomplish that because of X, Y, or Z, or you're going to be on like the manic other side of it where you burn yourself out in the pursuit of trying to accomplish it and therefore it still doesn't manifest. Like. Does that make sense? Yeah. So that's how it's mind control. Most people stay on the side where they don't even try because they're so they're on the negative side and the non manic side of that. And I mean that's literally mind control keeps you exactly. from doing taking the thoughts out of your mind and making them into reality. And then and that's and that's where we really get into our trinary state of being is because there is no difference between your dreams and reality. It's the same thing. Right. It's the There's exact no, no same thing. There is humanity no and divinity. Wait till you <laughs> it's all right here, right your now. Your dreams pop up in your real life, and you the, the the synchronicities and the energies that you work with there, and seeing also how how you treat yourself throughout the day, how you literally like what you experience the day. You may experience the exact diametric opposite, or or something that is in a way of what you were thinking about exactly of what you were experiencing of what you put into your body of how you were treated through the whole day and how you treated yourself the whole day and you know did you happen to meditate or do some yoga or did you you know take certain toxins and throughout this it's all it's all uh part of the matrix even of your own body and just to say the matrix doesn't mean it's this you know electronic mean thing it's a, it's a matrix it's also an actual it's it's a it's a it's a symphony of elements and natural principles all working together and the ignorance of the system that we have it, it just denies us the 
fundamental understanding of how it actually works. Yes, we have science that does tell us quite a lot, and I'm not saying we don't know anything because there still is quite a lot you can learn in in, it, in this system, definitely. But ultimately, how you apply it in your mind is what matters. Exactly, and then when the in the in the ways that we're taught how to apply it and what we're taught to be important growing up is completely not even close to what we really need to know. As a human, no, I mean, not, even, not even for this fake society we're in. We don't even learn how to pay the um, unconstitutional taxes or how to. We don't learn how to do anything that ends up being. Um, no, we learn in multiple necessary stories. rituals. That's what we learn in high school. Is multiple and, and we learn these <laughs> negative. We learn these polarized ways of thinking, and in a sense, that the matrix is constructed out of those thought forms because they become. Uh, um, an impenetrable maze of you can't do this because of this and you can't do this because of that and whenever you try to do this you always get like that and before you know it it's a husk around you and yeah. that's the shell that people talk about breaking it through from psychedelics or whatever it's that like it's the shackles of thought that keep you restrained from expressing whatever it is that the moment is you know making you dream about because like you said there's no separation between dreaming and uh in the waking state and it's really it's just the people that are through their shell that are able to see that connection more clearly because there's less of a, a difference when they go from one state to the other exactly and i was gonna i'm glad you brought up husk too because <laughs> let's get a little bit more into that because that's kind of like really it is the key to the matrix because the husk is what forms around you um, it's 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 what is tr- more or less surrounds you when you're in a field of I wouldn't say binary beings but binary consciousness it, that would be it's it's kind of like the illusion that's starting the veil think of it like the veil of the matrix just slowly gripping around you with the fluoride let's first let's just oh first okay okay can we anybody that's listening to this if you <laughs> fluoride is just the worst possible thing to put in your body. Like, why would you ever want to put fluoride in your body? Sure, the only Dude, way. It's so tricky. It, I literally found fluoride in my uh, toothpaste that I thought that I bought fluoride. <laughs> right, toothpaste was it, it, it was Tom's like, with fluoride because they have one with and without, and it's so. Con- no, it was, but I swear I knew that they had both, and I bought, and I consciously was trying to buy the one, and I hadn't used that toothpaste for a while, and came back to it, and fl- there's fluoride in it, and I'm just right. like, wait, did the Matrix like do pull a? One of those things where the programmers put something back in right, to try exactly. to sneak one over on you. No, I'm sure it was just that I didn't notice because of whatever reason I might have been absent-minded about it. But still, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's weird how, like, in every little way, there's these uh, um, these little, I guess, uh, hurdles and oppositions that are trying to pull you back into. Man, I hope people understand what we mean by binary. But basically, yeah, right. to reiterate, what we mean by binary is just like whenever you are really stuck thinking I'm really bad because of this, or you feel bad, or you're stuck on a um, a high that puts you above on a pedestal above others. Either way, either one of those things is like a binary way of thinking. It's outside of the balance point. It means you're not going to really be engaging the flow properly. There's going to be a crash. Uh, because because of the way you're driving your energy body, and you're always going to be also looking to sustain yourself with things that are external. Like not saying that like obviously yeah. you don't eat food and things like that, but that you will be like looking to 
um, more or less manage your emotions by your external circumstances, or you'll be much more influenced by things that are in your external circumstances. Not that you don't still empathize with people, because it's still important. It's still very important that you're able to connect and empathize with people. But uh, to be pulled into one polarity of feeling bad or feeling, not just saying necessarily it's bad feeling good, because feeling you know good. It's, it, it's, it's a weird. That's kind of a weird one. It's like feeling good or feeling like overly inflated. You know what I mean? Or feeling like overly proud or um, where your ego is running really high. You know what I mean? Like like uh, having too high of an opinion of yourself versus well, having that's too a part of the low. matrix, man. Exactly. That's part of the construct that like uh, we we can't even easily disc- discriminate against balance versus overly inflated exactly exactly like you would somebody would say balance there is a rush good. to that there is a rush to the overly inflated just like there's a rush to the negative side of the polarization like people that get off on being angry or intimidating to others there's exactly. a rush in that because exactly. it is an you've it, definitely taking those energy people. They literally that's then that's and that's exactly it by 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 taking in those binary states of consciousness that's how those forms of energy feed off of you because it's food it's basically whoever wins the argument eats more but you still both lose it's the, it's the, it's how it works you think well, it doesn't a charge and, a, exactly, just like you said charge i'll get a charge off yourself each other. with things that come your, your day will present you with the diametric opposite of what you're thinking about or what you were trying to put out there and it's just like that in terms of a whenever you're in a binary state of mind whenever you you're really let's say really anti one particular, let's just use politics as an example. You're really against a particular politician or for a particular politician, really far on the spectrum of polarization. Mm-hmm. Your entire day is going to be constantly confronted with uh, your enemy. Right. You're always going to be thinking about it and talking about it, like fucking Donald Trump, constantly mad about Donald Trump, or constantly worried about how Bernie's doing. Exactly. And let's get one or really, one really <sighs> big thing super clear and just out of the way is that like we can't exclude anybody we can't exclude donald trump or the illuminati or anybody we oh, can't burden right. the witch burners it's not how this works we're all sitting no, we're all no. sitting around the same circle we can't follow them either exactly though. exactly so that's when we need to like really take a, a real look at what's going on here and kick out our our um dilapidated not our parents the the people who have taken charge as our parents the people that have taken charge of being our externalized gods if you really want to follow the culture that's how it's got everybody ingrained to think that, that the president's going to be the person that's going to save you when everybody can collectively agree that it's uh that it's a it's a puppet that it's not actually real and that <laughs> basically you're voting for ballet it's you're voting for the ballot you're voting for it's a uh-huh. ritual it's like, come on people let's wake up and actually take back the world let's take back and create something we actually want to live in it's way more of us against them like it's and then there it is right there way against more. them way more but it's us it's all of us it's still us it's those those no there are no more dragons that need to be slain there are people that need to be healed like those are the people that are begging for a release yeah. And think about the consciousness of those beings to be the person that you know consciously that your shitty business decisions are holding the entire human race back. And maybe in some strange way you get off on that. I don't know. But well, I mean, you can get off on it probably. On, uh, They're like you can get off on it on the energy vampirism sense because you have to because you're feeding because they like, like you can get off on something and still know that you hate that you're doing it. Right. 
so when you're polarized I mean, like that, you become like you have to be feeding on another one of your diametric poles. That's how that's how we remain divided like that. And everybody's exactly. all taking on different archetypes of those different polarities. And obviously, in some sense, some ways, you could say that is that's just how personality works. And you could make that argument as well. That's the other trippy thing about all of it is that when you get to the other side of things, you could see your worst enemy is the greatest possible being. That like you could like they were we are each other. We're sharing the exact same soul. You know what I mean? So it really, it's just a matter of like, come on, like. Wherever, wherever your enemy makes you uh, trip up, that's where you're leaking energy. If you're wherever you're fearful, that's a place that you're leaking energy. Wherever you're angry, that's a place you're leaking energy. And all it takes is the awareness of that, and you can begin to make the necessary repairs in your way of thinking that stops that leak. And then all of a sudden, you're now unfazed by that thing that used to be able to take you from level 11 to rage. Right. Level 11 meaning, like, you know, you were in a good mood. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. Or, like, uh, here's a perfect example. is like, you know, if you're, uh, if you consider yourself a conscious person um, and you're, like, waking up to a lot of this kind of stuff and you may find a lot of times at first, like, you'll wake up in the morning and you'll be checking the doomsday alert. You'll be checking that polarity because you, you wake up and you feed on that because you're like, oh, I'm a part of this. I got to do And in reality by checking out of it is where you gain your energy back because that's the whole thing is it's just it's in your mind trying to spin your wheels you want to think about exactly it doesn't mean that we don't still need to pay attention to the world at hand but we don't need to be spinning so many of our wheels to do so looking for the darkness because the darkness is there if you want to go looking for it it's just part of it you know what i mean so it's it's really a matter of in this lifetime, how, how what what can we do with our energy to help heal and assist other people that are along with us on the journey, and not create such a shitstorm for our kids to deal with? Really, it's not that hard. It's well, and that hard. just goes like, how do you do that? Well, it goes back to kind of where we started, which is with the body. Exactly, and that's which, is, which we're, let's get right back into the husk because like we talked about fluoride, and now that we're bringing up fluoride, we're bringing up another huge topic that uh, if you don't know anything about, you should really start researching uh, is the pineal gland and the energetic uh, center system of the body. You could call the chakra system. Some people are familiar with the seven chakra system. Um, I'm starting to get more into the 21 chakra system, but there's a lot of other beliefs of being able to collapse it all into basically one thing and then an entire state of being but more or less it's just the division of the which colors, would make sense just a matter of where you're at exactly. uh in proximity to source exactly how, how multiplied out it gets how many facets it has exactly because you can control the entire process within your own body you can rewire your own chakras you can be able to move the energy centers in your body it's all a matter of like you said how close you are to source and how much you know about that so <laughs> Uh, and a lot of that. Well, I mean, to get anywhere in reality, you basically have to have the you have to have a framework of thought like that that will serve as scaffolding to take you to that understanding. Exactly. And otherwise, it's just 
something incomprehensible. Exactly. And that's that's the biggest thing is you really have to try to de- demystify it as much as you can. And it does actually take real effort and that's what scares away most people from the get-go is that we're living in kind of a slacky-poo lazy reality where you, all you do have to do is press multiple choice buttons and you don't really have to question yourself or your past traumas or you know your unsettled troubles within yourself and your own spirit to even be able to raise your kundalini just an inkling above your tailbone. You know what I mean? So there's 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 a lot that that people are repressing even in their own nature that that's just literally the key right in itself is just being able to recognize that you have those abilities and that belief that you do and you do have that connection to the earth and to nature and then that's essentially what's been robbed through us through the illusion of this culture is not even to give a fuck about that to not even think that it exists you know, like it's it's right it's there. Like You're where sitting you, in it. You have to meet people on a, their level close right. enough to right. close enough to their level to get through to them. But like, where do you, you know, people where they don't even see anything outside of themselves as real? Right. Uh, it's hard to know where to start there. And so again, back to just purifying the self and the body. I think that's where you can start to have an right. impact on the people in close orbit to you that are really plutonian if you want to use that analogy as being farther from source uh and how does that how do the energetics of that work um it's because it's a shared reality and the whole system is within each body that as you begin to work on your own interplanetary system it affects the outer planetary system i.e the other other people and you every, are orbiting with and every planetary system that's the whole thing is any any single change that any one single person makes, it affects the entire thing, to all the way to the core and all the way back out and all the way through the whole thing. So the instant you start improving your diet, your attitude, your connection to source, it starts to spread to any and every person that you know, whether you think it, it does or not. You'll start to just it's just because it's you. It's the way you interact with them. It's the energy you give them through your to being around you that's how it works like it's by being with you there as in essence feeding off your energy but that's what we do is trinary being mirrors facing mirrors exactly we are literally feeding each other each other like we're we're, we're, (laughs) we're, i'm giving you my attention i'm giving you my attention what is the quality of your attention how much are you listening? How much do you care? How much do you empathize with that other person? And that's how you connect with people. And if you don't have empathy, you might want to take a look at what you're eating. Does it make you feel very good? If you don't, if you don't feel good, if you don't feel like you can connect with people around you, you're probably not going to listen to them for more than a few minutes. And what you say is probably going to be negative in some regard. Yeah. Not every time, but, but think about it. When you don't feel good, you don't feel like talking. You don't feel like connecting. No, that's, it's got you. That's just the diet. That's not even. That's not even getting into the ideology and the religions that just do nothing but confuse you and fill your head full of crap, and and externalize all of your power, all of it, and the power that you think you're getting is coming from this meat. It's coming from this processed scared, food. Scared that's meat. where you think you're getting your energy from, not even from yourself or from nature or from source, and just. It, existence itself and some people obviously they feel a connection to nature and to life itself and they experience getting energy from people that are around them that's just normal you know that's that's totally you know common sense but it's it gets a lot deeper than that it's not 
I mean, obviously, it's as complicated as you want to make it, but or as simple as you want to look at it when you're able to connect to your other faculties like your pineal gland when you can scrub some of the fluoride from it by maybe taking some iodine cleaning out your diet um taking in like i can't remember i'm trying to think of like like fluoride cures right on the spot right now i should have probably written some of them down and i'm usually on this topic but um i think apple cider vinegar is another really good one but really the main thing is just removing a lot of the toxins that helps out a lot because you're able to not be overworking the glands that are in your body and a lot of your own Simulation, a lot of uh, being able to break into these frequencies literally can shatter some of the shell that's around those glands. So, like when you're when you're able to 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 open your pineal gland, whether it's through chakra activating substances or through your own breath, which believe me, you can also do. Oh yeah, if you can get into like anybody who's been into yoga or anything like that, you know how you'll 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 feel like a little bit higher, or whatever. After, I mean, part of it's you know the the the, the body and moving all the the you know moving all your fluids around and the the, the great stress relief hormones that are ex, ex, you know excreted during it. But it's also the you know you're getting your heart rate up. Like anytime you're breathing, you sometimes uh, when you're running, you you get the runner's high kind of a thing. You're altering the pH of your body by exactly. increasing the oxygen level. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, anyone listening right now, if you want to try this as an experiment, just while you are continuing to listen to us talk for the next few moments, just take deep, full breaths in, as deep as you can, pretty rapid, deep breath, all the way, maximum breath. And then exhale, but don't exhale to the maximum. Just exhale until you feel your lungs fully relaxed back down, but then stop the exhale and take another full, deep breath. Repeat that 20, 25 times. You'll feel like you did a whip it. <laughs> you, you will. Your head will just be like whoa, 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 whoa. I do it daily, and like, uh, it's about getting. Really, it's about getting to the point. I think like further down the, much further down the path than we're at right now. Uh, the beings are taking every breath that they take completely consciously. Exactly, and that's. I mean, there are beings on the earth right now that do that. Like dolphins, every breath they take is by choice always completely connected to it and that's that's the the biggest thing is like is connection to the present moment like being able to fully connect to the present moment in one breath like you can connect to source if you want in one breath you can get into the core you can get right back into your family again where we all are every time we go to fucking sleep like we're in we're all in this together you know, and everybody sometimes you could almost think of it like a perfect circle, um, you know, division of notes and how everybody's almost like their own octave, you know, and all the all the spirits, all of the angels, demons, polarities, all of it, trinary, binary, like we're we're still sitting in it talking about trinary and binary. So you got to know it's in the same thing. So it's not like we can sit here and demonize this entire thing. We just really need to understand it. That these are just components of creation all of the shells are just constructions of thought exactly behind them is the real real world that we're currently in we're not not there we're just not seeing it clearly right exactly it's kind of feeling it clearly right and that's the biggest thing is feeling and that's when you when you're when you're able to remove more of the husk of the illusion of the of the separation between but between binary and trinary and seeing them as both 
like components of the same thing instead of them being divided from being divided from like feeling like your creative side is, or your what you really feel like you want to do or like expressing your entire soul force is somehow wrong or disconnecting you from the binary world that like the, the starving artist kind of uh, whole mentality like that that that's how we have to exist as beings when it's really just because <laughs> you don't have to be cut off from your abundance to be created exactly exactly yeah that's the kind of, like that paradigm has always been um, a staple of American art and writing and poetry that you need to be fucked up or in pain or whatever it needs to be you need to be to be a successful rapper you need to be like the hardest gangster like there's just all this all these different ways that that manifests that you need to be damaged in order to be uh, one of these creative types and in a way I think maybe the reason why that archetype has taken hold is because the artist in our culture is essentially the same role as the shaman was in indigenous societies but these people through traumatic experience or through the fact that they're just different from when they start they have a, a different way of you know connecting between the two worlds, uh, between the spirit and the physical world, and that's what makes them kind of end up gravitating towards the outsider position. And I don't know, our culture basically, just like every other aspect of the Matrix, uh, takes that and um, puts a spin on it so that we don't see it for what it really is. Right, and then tries to commodify it. Like you, you're you're you're, yeah. you're sitting here as an original being with this beautiful original idea that that somebody just wants to basically come along and, and add to their corporation or uh, not to say that we, we can't use corporations for tremendous good and benefit with each other, but I'm talking about corrupt institutions, your Mercs, your Pfizer's, you know, like somebody that's going to go to school for, you know, a very long time to learn things about botany and different medicines and different things like that for it to be applied to a, a, a field of medicine that kills people quite frankly, even though there are great medicines that are out there and a lot of it is just derivatives of plants, go figure. But it's when they want to, a big part of the dualistic way of looking at things is when they want to take one active ingredient out of something, one component and say, this is the one component. This one thing is what makes it work. Exactly. It's, it'll be all medicine. And that's what we're going to extract and we're going to make an entire production line out of how to extract that and you know that has profits for company a b and c along the way because it's a complicated method when in reality just harvesting the thing in its entirety wherever it's derived from would be a more effective type of medicine and less detrimental to the earth right even not but not you know monocropping any one thing that's a whole other subject that's a problem but but still uh it, to go, it's, it's dualistic thinking to say that one active ingredient is going to be the thing that is the reason why something's effective because all, all, in, a, in reality everything works in a system of harmonious right. balance with one another. Because there again, it's like it's like you're still there treating one in, of anything. You're still treating an internal condition with with something that's somewhat of an external circumstance, but it's not. It's with the same. It's that mindset that doesn't think that 
that like all of the other circumstances that came up to that, the whole harmony of the whole thing is actually what's led to that condition. It's like, oh, it's your crappy diet. It's what you watch on TV. It's uh, these emotions that you hold on to because of this specific job that you have. And this certain thing happened when you were younger and you're still holding on to that. And those things all together is actually what's led to your broken whatever or your spleen giving out, liver giving out, or, or your, your drinking habit, which has led to the cirrhosis of your liver. Like it's, it's, it's all of that together. And, and the fact that we can't see that or, or, or share that with one another, it comes from the disconnect. It comes from the lack of being able to empathize because that is, tele- that is telepathy. Yeah, you know how like eighty-five percent or so of conversation is non-verbal. Well, what is that? Telepathy. It's being able to literally look and see how someone feels. Uh, what is that? It's not like you're, you're going to sit here and think that all you know that telepathy is just re- restricted to thinking words in somebody else's head. I mean, obviously you can give somebody a well, wink. People and, want telepathy to be like a, a text message alert in exactly. their brain. Exactly. That's, that's the binary. That that's they did the, something psychic. That's but that's not how it works at all. It. Exactly. Whenever you have any kind of psychic experience it's a thought that emerges in your mind like any other thought and you just happen to know that that thought is right and true and your intuition confirms it and then maybe an external conversation with the other person be like were you just thinking about that when I thought that and then they might confirm it sure cool but it's it's all within the mind like what you think happened might as well (laughs) I had something kind of weird happen to me last night I was at like a a rave and uh, which one are you were you 720 no, no, I w- I'm in Springfield that's still. Right, so. That's right, that's right, that's Yeah, it. but we had we had a rave that was like a, a benefit for a local DJ friend of mine that just had his house burned down. But okay, so mm. there was a there was a dude. What, what's what's near his name? Me. What's his name? Plunky. Plunky. Hmm. I'm trying to think of it. We did a fundraiser for a dude here whose house burned down like at 2720 not that long ago too. I don't know if it's the same guy or not. But anyway, continue. Sorry. Same life, different refraction. Right. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Not surprised at all. <laughs> uh, okay, so that more like yeah, some dude just comes up to me though, and he 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 like has his hand over his eye on his like half on his forehead on his eye. He looks like real delirious and out of it. I don't know, tripping or maybe it, probably tripping or on pills or something. But he's just like he says, you know, all those other gods they talk a lot of shit about you, man. I was like, God? And then he goes, yeah, but I think you're all right. You're a fighter. You're pretty cool. And then he just, like, puts his hands over his eyes and wanders off into the crowd looking really crazy and <laughs> spinning around. And I was just like, what was that? It made me trip out so hard. I was, like, I was stone cold sober, and I felt the whole, like, up the spine activation, yeah. remember a lot of stuff all at once type of feeling. And I was just like, what was that? It's a big thing is remembering and that's what's that's like that feeling of those it's like the chills or like the the dream stuff happens while you're awake. Exactly. Like you see things that pull up in a dream, you'll meet someone and it was in a dream and it'll happen in life and it's just like, well, I obviously can't deny that shit. That re- like it, I'll it's sound always like a crazy person to Only anybody you else. Ever yeah. it. It'll be subjective and I'll, you know, I'll be standing in church sounding like a crazy person, you know, or something <laughs> like that telling my story about it, but it's happening to me every Every day, you know what I mean, in some capacity, like an object. Well, you got like hit by lightning. I did get hit by lightning actually this summer. Please tell about at, that. Yeah, at uh, me and my girlfriend uh, Lauren were at um, at Hillberry too this summer. Um, we were there doing the body art photo squad thing that we did at uh, we did that at Cosmic 
um, and we did it also at um, 2720. But basically, the, Lauren, Lauren and Kelsey, our friend, uh, were models, and we were there with our friend uh, Davide as well, who's uh, one of the people that runs 2720 in St. Louis. Um, it's a pretty well-known artist in the area too. Shout out to Davide too. I love that dude. He's like one of my best friends. But um, he- I love everything about 2720. Every time I've ever gone. Yeah. You what? So I love everything about 2720. Every time I've been there, it's the kind of place we're trying to emulate down here, but having trouble getting going. Right on. But it's happening. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, we were we we got there and uh, it, the weather looked was just like beautiful all the way there, and we got in, got had enough time to set up, and as the sun was coming down, storm just just random out of nowhere just rolled over the 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 valley and there was like lightning and everything and uh so i was like literally just had barely enough time to get all the tent and everything set up and i got the tarps up as it started hailing so in the middle of lightning yeah hailing and lightning and and rain and so we actually had to get in in my jeep because it was so bad and uh it was like literally lightning like around like in the area and uh so it stopped raining for a while, and the lightning seemed like it had dissipated. And um, so we really needed to go to the bathroom because we'd been driving for like five or six hours, and we needed to go to the bathroom. And uh, so we got our umbrellas, which is probably the, the worst idea. I'll get our umbrellas and walk through a field of tent poles, metal tent poles, and... <laughs> so, uh, so we step out we get ready like we get right out into the walking area and this lightning just strikes in the area that we're around it strikes me my girlfriend like it strikes her in the top of her head and like she could feel it like made her her ear numb and like her fingers numb and it like knocked me on my ass like it was like basically i just like saw white and a tr- and heard a tremendous boom and the next thing i knew i was like on the ground it didn't really hurt so much like i've been electrocuted before so it, it it didn't feel good but it was so fast that it wasn't really entirely painful but like our neighbor their tent had like a good you know silver dollar size hole in it from the lightning and then it like grounded to the uh chair in there and like melted the chair to the metal and then like the hole <laughs> in the ground and like a few other people i think had some stuff that was burned by it too but it was it was crazy so i got i got greased <laughs> <laughs> what is that like I, I wonder what that even means on a spiritual level I, that's what i'm still trying to figure out right now um but there was nothing that immediately but, was connected no, to in your mind, it, or at least it, not worth sharing. It, it definitely was actually because that entire trip uh, ex- experience was for me a giant, a gigantic dream synchronicity. Um, me too, actually. That entire festival was really well. Do you want me to explain? You tell yours, so we can just get it. Sh- I just want—I just want you to tell yours. I probably don't even need to tell mine. Okay. You're the guest. <laughs> All right. So it started um, started with this dream a while back. Basically, um, I just had remembered that yeah, a couple, a lot of shit happened to me this time. I got in a car wreck and I got struck by lightning. But it's all it's like all tied into the dreams. Um. So I had this dream that me and my girlfriend were in her car that was not totaled yet um, at a music festival at nighttime, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this elephant. There's like all these kind of like themes that come up with me with elephants. Like Ganesh pops up a lot. Like that archetype, you would say that polarity, like it shows up a lot in my reality and has been since this dream. Um, 
but basically, uh, we were in the car and this elephant comes and stomps on the hood of the car where we actually got hit and it starts blowing its, you know, its trunk at us and it's like all crazy fied and it looks like it's going to come, you know, farther into the car and it has this screen on its head that's got all these wavy lines with colors on it. And the only thing that I could think to do to make it stop was to ohm at it. That was just like, just some, just some like sound just kind of came out. I was like, uh, oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? and it, it, it actually made it stop. And as I did that, the, the, the screen turned into a circle with a dot in the middle of it. And all the colors arranged like neatly with like different kind of, kind of like different colored tiles in it, but like all very balanced and then it, it retreated. And after that, um, uh, this dream, I actually got in a car accident before this dream, but basically, uh, a while back, this is, this is, we were planning for, we were planning for the trip to Hillbury. That's what it was. I was at 2720 in the basement of 2720 with Davide and Kelsey and my girlfriend. And we were all planning what we were going to do, um, for the Hillbury Festival and for BAPS, the Body Art Photo Squad, I think I was was telling you about. And um, so that night we were driving home and we get hit by these guys who were running from the cops and they ran through a red light and kind of like hit the front of the car in front of her, uh, in front of her driver's side tire. And I was driving and the guys got out and ran away and they had like, like guns and drugs and crazy stuff in the cars. So we got, we didn't get into, into more trouble. Um, but, but basically, so that happened, um, before we got struck by lightning and before the dream. Um, so that's why it made me pay more attention to it more or less. It was like, okay, like something happened to the car. Are you paying attention? So yeah. when we got to the, the festival, um, Basically, Wookie Foot was headlining that, and for their set, uh, it was basically the exact, exact same thing. Like, perfectly what I saw in my dream. The circle with a dot, and it was like their set. And it was like the same colors, the same tiles, the way it was arranged in like a balance, but still looked like it was like really very animate and very uh, brightly colored and like of like very stark colors, kind of like you see um, when you're in altered states or in chakra opening states. Um, very sharp contrast. Um, so basically, and then he came out and he was wearing an elephant shirt <laughs> on stage. And uh, it's just been kind of like an underlying theme in my life is actually being able to accept that level of craziness or madness to actually really think that that's how things work, that you dream something and then it can come out in the reality. But it's been happening to me for a couple of years now. And this is one of the biggest ones that was just like, come on, wake up, like you, you, you take control. here. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like you can do what you want. Exactly. That's where the, the messages always are seeming to, whenever I have any of those type of synchronicities in my life, it's always seeming to point me in the direction of what you can do what you want. And in fact, you can trust yourself even to, to, to want the right things. 
You can trust yourself to be the originator, the, cr- the creator, sustainer, and the destroyer of your own life to tear the temple down, to build it back up, like to know yeah. how to do that to yourself and be comfortable with that. And that's what binary mindsets throw you out of. They will, they will have you looking to somebody else to give you a paycheck. They'll have you to give you your energy back to you, you know, and I'm just as guilty as as anybody of it. I've, I'm, I grew up in this, so if if anything, you know, I I'm in this. Like, I'm I'm giving my everything. I'm giving my life into this. You know what I mean? So just to try to restore balance. Here. Exactly. So if anything, look to me. I don't want to don't say like look to me as an example because I'm not. Uh, you know, I'm trying to say I'm some kind of leader or that you should do exactly as I do, but. I'm trying to go through the experience. So if you want to see somebody who's trying to go through the experience, that's, that's, I've, I've had to grow up in this shit too. You know, like I'm trying here. I, I'm, I'm trying to put shit out. I'm trying to learn stuff. And I, I feel like I can only go up from here. I can only grow from here. So if anything, just try to watch me grow. You know, if <laughs> yeah. it just, I invite you to watch my life and how I grow. If I can inspire you to grow in the same ways, if I can share with you what works for me and helps me so much, the better, like that's all I want to be able to do is to try to, you know, if, if anything in my life is to be able to inspire people just by being me, you know, by being, and that's how we should be to each other. That's how we should be able to assist each other and inspire each other and give each other fire back. You know what I mean? Instead of taking it from each other. That's exactly why I, this podcast exists, man. The whole point of it is to be a co-boosting thing. Exactly. You know, we both the both the, spe- the host and the guests are in a positive feedback loop. The greatest resource and, we can have is each other, really. Man, I definitely am excited for just like you said, watch me grow or whatever. I'm gonna keep making this podcast for a long time, and I plan. I'm sure we'll have you on a bunch of times, and. We'll be constantly, we'll just have an update on the state of the matrix and like what to watch out for, what's what's going on, what are they trying to pull on us right now. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. And we'll be able to, you and I will be able to be in constant touch about how the detoxification process goes for each of us because we're probably in um, similar stages of it. I think I might be I'm probably earlier than you in the, uh, in some of the dietary changes and be consistent with that, which is, it's a, it's an oscillation. You know, you have to, you have to, it's hard to just go, <laughs> it's hard to go cold turkey. It's cold, turkey. cold turkey. It's funny. It's, right, right. It's always say that. It's just, yeah. the thing that he thinks is funny is that I think it's kind of funny because literally yeah, it's, yeah. you're having to, to quit to quit the plastic, to quit the plastic belief. Like you got to be able to clear everything through your customs. That's the whole thing is do you, do you know yeah. what's in that meat? Do you really know? Do you really know what's in that box food? Come on. Yeah. Like, oh, just because you can, you, you can read the ingredients and you think you know what those things are and what they do to your body. No. Just no. You're mistaken. <laughs> so, yeah, it definitely. It, I'm, I'm getting my garden going, and that's going to help. Yeah. It's, it's I have the coolest neighbors with gardens, too, so I have a lot of free advice just right there because they're always out there gardening. Exactly. Again, like, it manifests exactly the... like. In the example of bring the the uh, reality bringing you something that you're not engaging in, uh, that's kind of how it is with me. I didn't have any gardening going on or experience with it, and I end up moving in next to uh, someone that has like a whole orchard in his backyard. 
That's awesome. Way more than your average person's backyard garden. It's not just like I have some neighbors with gardens. It's like this guy's got an operation. And so, you know, all kinds of weird opportunities, like to, to figure out stuff that I just didn't like learn about managing land and property, Mm -hmm. like building a fence or repairing a fence, I guess, or, uh, getting rid of a tree that's not helpful to the environment. You know, and that's like, and that's where humans come in as uh, our our power is abused in how we recklessly and in an imbalanced way take from the, from the land, take from the external environment what we perceive that we need. When in reality, we could use our ability to change things and create things consciously to find more balanced environment, like create more balance in the environment. Right. With a, or create more balanced pers- environments. That's the, yeah. that's the ability as originators that we can do. Like we, you can create uh, an entire system of an entire environment of, of, of how things go on in a particular just area that does not damage the environment, that does not damage the consciousness of the beings that are there, that is not trying to program or take away from some people in, in, in any respect. That has nothing to do, nothing other, brings nothing other than balance. Like you come in there, you can come in there polarized, you can leave there balanced. Like that's the kind of spaces that we can create for each other. Absolutely. And, and within nature itself. And that's by being connected to nature, that's how we're, more likely to be able to be connected and create those kind of spaces through that connection. By having that connection, we're actually able to create spaces on that. That's how we bring, that's how we begin to uh, really integrate things back into the self and see things as all part of the same one self by being in a more reciprocity based uh, relationship with nature where you're the custodian of the mind space that you're inhabiting and you're also the beneficiary of that work that you're doing to find the balance. Uh, that's when you start to really see like it's literally a reflection of the energy you're putting into it. That plant that grew is exactly the way it is, not just because of its programming that it was going to become, come up out of a seed and do this and that, but also because of it, its programming was working in cooperation with you and the energy that you were putting into it. So you're like, you're able to see that it's got a mind that's working with your mind and therefore, and it's all part of the same mind. Exactly. You're able to integrate that back into yourself and, and, uh, and start to see nature as actually you again. Exactly. And then, then our power starts to come back <laughs> and then being able and to the share come back on for real, being able to share that that's, that's, what I think will really make it come on for real. Cause that's, it's everybody thinks that like the peak of some kind of activation or spiritual activation is that you're going to throw fire out of your hand, like a Sith Lord at the Illuminati. Right. You think that you're going to be the one that's going to, that's going to throw the world on your back like Atlas and be able to, you know, just do the whole thing yourself. When, why that's not even fun. Like why would you want to no, do it's that? Fun if you play in a multiplayer exactly, game. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. More fun. That's why we have these individuated consciousness forms in the first place. It's not like, okay, it's not a mistake that we're here, but it's also our responsibility to figure out the extent of what that means. Exactly. Exactly. While we're within the, within being here, not just, putting it in some afterlife or some creator uh, deity that's going to sort it all out for us in the end. No, I think that it's 
I think that if there is any particular point to being here, it is to solve what the question of what is the point to being here while we're fucking here. Right. Exactly. And making <laughs> when it, else if we do it? And at least making it worthwhile for each other to see. Like it's got to be uh, as Alan Watts would put it. It's got to be a game that's worth a candle. Like what? Yeah. What really is the purpose of your being? Have you really even asked that of yourself? Like what? Okay. Like there are things you can do in this life. There are certain paths you can choose but what what path really do you really know yourself do you really know your soul like what does your soul want <laughs> like do you have you really hit do you have you i'm not saying that like spirituality is something that once that we need to go talk to it's something that we feel but do you feel your soul or are you just being suggested your reality to a lot of people that are well let's you? speak to that real quick because that's that's real. That's a real struggle for people that are on a certain low frequency vibration. Is yeah. they hear they hear information that's coming from closer to source, or that you know someone speaking their understanding, like this type of uh, conversation we're having here, where you know we're essentially saying a bunch of stuff that neither of us knows. <laughs> it's just coming. It's just flowing from. Exactly. Uh, it's just flowing. You know, it's like it's generating because we have a balance. We're looking at each other from a balance point. And uh, that's and that information can be hard to decipher uh, whenever you're in a in a negative frequency, and especially because you hear people say stuff like "follow what you want" or "follow your soul's desire" or that kind of thing, and they don't even know what they want. They don't even right. like that's why they're not even sure if they have a soul or not because exactly. they don't know what they want, and that's the main component of the mind control. Your soul is nothing other than, like, there's really no other definition of the soul in my book than the thing that motivates you to do one thing or the other. So if your motivator to do this or that throughout your day is because you got to do it for exchange for this paper, okay, so part of your soul goes to money. Right. you got to do it because you're obligated to this or that because of uh, some religious uh, convention or because of um, some way you put your authority into a, the state or a nation or just some other person, a boss or whatever, your soul goes to that. So the, you come home and you, uh, you have no ability to focus on anything. So you just want to distract yourself until it's time to go to bed. So your soul goes to, to the TV or whatever. And then where, what's left, what part of your day and what, what are you other than the things you do every day? What part of your day is left to the things that you are actually generating from within that you want to pursue and find out and learn and grow through and experience? And that that's really hard for people. So that's like why I'm, why I'm touching on this is like for me, when I started to find my way out of being an automaton or feeling like feeling that constant, uncomfortable, nothing's right feeling. Yeah. <laughs> it, it came in. It came through meditation. Actually, I was taught meditation in a class and I was like in the worst spot ever for college. I was down to just taking one class this semester as a junior or something. And I put on a bunch of weight and that was a struggle. I had like been in a long relationship of uh, like mental oppression. And anyway, not to like paint too dark of a picture, but it was like my darkest hour, I would right. say. And this class just happened to be and I just took it on a whim mindfulness meditation and daily writing and the whole class was just all you have to do is meditate for 15 or 20 minutes with the class in class and then write for 15 minutes a day five days a week on your own about anything 
even if it was like other classwork, just shows that you had a daily practice of writing something down and like prove it to your teacher. And that was the whole class. Right. And it, it, it taught me something, which is if you can inject one thing, if you can inject something in your day that is like a positive frequency, a positive thing that builds in a cumulative way and uh, repeat that thing, then you gain a little bit of air. Mm-hmm. You gain a little bit of space. Like That's um, huge. Whether it's because yeah. you're going to the gym or you're doing yoga, you're meditating, whatever it is, you're getting a bike ride in. As many of those things as you can chain together in a day, the more you're going to start connecting with the other thing, the other stuff that the deeper desires of your soul. Because the basic desires of your soul is to just be healthy and well and feel like at ease and at peace. So if you're not meeting that requirement, you're not going to have like the bigger downloads of I want to, I want to start this company that's going to change this problem or I want to invent this thing that's going to help these people. You know, because you don't got the energy. <laughs> that's that's all it is. It comes back and again to your energy, and that's it's all. It's like literally your thoughts, like your, like you literally. You have the ability to control and program your entire being through, like, just like you're saying, like, you just get it out. Like, express yourself, damn it. Like, it's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not just, it's not just the, because I'm like, I'm right there in it too, because like, I feel like there's a lot of things of my own expression I'm rep- I've been repressing, like, doing more podcasts or doing more of my own thing, and like, there's things that I feel like I'm not to my own level of satisfaction, and that's the main thing. Because that's where you are, is your own level of satisfaction with your being and feeling like you're creating and you are, you are at your level. Like you got to follow the things that give you that satisfaction, that joy, that bliss, that connection to yourself. Because, oh, this makes you feel good. Or this makes you feel like it's something you should do. That's you. Like it's, and, and sometimes in a way, yeah, it can come. And it's not always comfortable either. No. Like you got to pay attention to, sometimes that voice is going to tell you to do things that are uncomfortable, like, I mean, record in a microphone a conversation and put it out on the internet for anyone to listen to. That might make you uncomfortable to even imagine doing that. And that might not be your thing you're supposed to do. Maybe it makes you uncomfortable to imagine painting a picture. But like get get into get into that. Like why is that? Like, you know, like just like any other wherever you have pain in the body. You have pain in the body, you have chronic soreness, get into that. Like start paying attention to it and actually scanning Scanning the way that that energy feels within you in a conscious way, you'll notice it won't hurt as much. It won't be as demanding on your mind if you just give it some focus. And it might even give you an idea of how to move or stretch in an intuitive way that's going to help you with that chronic pain. And then but, also, but I don't mean to cut you off, but also keeping in mind the things that, that do come up when you are experiencing the pain or discomfort in those regions and especially as you are stretching like think of the things that are in your life that you're holding the tension in that area like if if certain thoughts come up don't just blow them off like just because everybody wants to get into the zazen meditation and just no mind no mind no mind like your that your mind is you like your those are your experiences that is your connection to your source and your being like you don't just completely blow it off it might tell you something and that's another thing is like sometimes it just it just the, the real challenge is just to listen to your body, like blue belt to your stuff. heart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I say that just because like you telling me that is you're giving me information that's like to the level I'm at right now of understanding that I needed to hear right there. Like, because I, I did, I've been finally getting into doing Qigong on a, on a regular. Right. So 
I didn't even really understand that the thoughts that pop up into my head and then I just push them down and go back to focusing on my breath while I'm working, that's connected to the exact pull of the tension that I'm uh, releasing in my body right there and the energy like chakra or the meridian, I guess, and that connects to chakras. It's just a different way of looking at it. But that's that's fascinating. And I'm going to take that into account that uh, like the, while I'm in my practice going forward. And yeah. the thing about daily repetition of things is like, I might not have even had the uh, un- inner understanding to pick up on that information from you just then if I wasn't engaged in the practice daily and able to connect my personal experience to the vibration that you were putting out. And it's funny, is that even even <laughs> like it's funny you're bringing this up. Even is my own uh, lackey slacky poo practice of tai chi. Like I actually took an entire like semester of it in college, and I was practicing it a lot. And watch watch what happens in your life when you don't keep up with your tai chi. That's kind of where I'm at right now. Is getting back on the balance with that. And that's another really big thing to think about. Also, is like being able to balance multiple aspects of other things that are using that you're trying to use to balance yourself and even getting spread thin amongst those things and like and like also trying to like keep uh, from getting maybe t- even too stuck in your own head or like different polarities even within yourself of the things you're trying to use to help yourself so don't it's, get trapped in the method exactly that's something like exactly. Ross would say that a lot uh, I know a guy named too big time I know a guy who's a big Tai Chi and Qigong guy who has started recently. He's an adult, like adult, older guy, like in his forties, probably. So a different mindset generationally, but you know, he's really serious about his practice. He used it to allow himself to walk again after he fell off a cliff and was really fucked up. Mm-hmm. Like that's how real the uh, energy work was for him. He was, he used it to repair his body completely, but he started going to a Native American church and doing peyote ceremonies with them. And he said the first five or six peyote ceremonies, he would just run out of the hut and go start doing Tai Chi until he wasn't uh, under the influence of the altered state of consciousness anymore. And then it was finally like the sixth or seventh time that he realized, oh, I'm trapped. I'm using this as a way of running away from my inside by focusing too much on my external energy uh-huh. in this way. And so he, like, just sat there and took the uh, experience instead of... So, okay, another way of putting it metaphorically is just, like, your your practices are like a boat that take you uh, whatever direction that you design the boat to take you. But once you reach a shore, you have to get off the boat and find a new vehicle. That is a build really... That is a, and that's part of that kind of goes hand in hand with tearing the temple down and building it back up. Like even your, yeah. even your attachment to your practice, your attachment to even wanting to purify the body to like to not smoke cigarettes and eat red meat. You know what I mean? Even that. But at the same time, it's also like your, your whole intention and, and your understanding of all of those components. But you bring up a very interesting point. Um, your friend, did, do you know, um, was he taking, was he, going to this Native American church, was it in Missouri? Or was yeah. It, okay, was it New Haven? I don't know the name of it. Because I might have met your friend. <laughs> His Jonathan. He's pretty far out. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. He's very, very, like, very... He's a certain type of personality, like, super... Glasses? Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> Shorter. Yeah, okay, that guy. He, he was really doing wild, all Tai Chi that weekend. <laughs> yeah, okay, so you know exactly what I'm talking about. That's so funny. And yeah, crazy. I was sitting right next to that. him, and dude, I was sitting next to him in ceremony last weekend. 
<laughs> he finally actually sat still through it, right? Yeah. Well, good for Jonathan. <laughs> so you know exactly the intensity of what I'm talking yeah. about, how someone can use something to run away from some a thing. Yep. Uh, from not really focusing inwardly and like allowing the true self-reflection to occur. Exactly. And that's, dude, like, that's where the, the ceremony, I got my hard medicine with that one too, is even my whole path of like doing all of this was even like hiding from even certain aspects of what you would consider is even like my own, uh, uh, the, the Lilithian aspects of my own character, the dark creative side of my character and how like trying to like, uh, here it is in my example is like starting off earlier on in my journey, being more polarized with like, you know, that I'm trying to do something to like sub subsurfers fuse the Illuminati and create something that's going to help all these people and all of this instead of like really approaching it, the entire situation within. So I got mm-hmm. into the, the polarized spending of my energy on something that's really, and it's, it's real. Nothing more than the video game. Making other people, yeah, exactly, exactly. It's it's as real as you make it in your body, basically, because it's just not a goddamn thing you can do about it unless you can actually do something about it, like change the program. But, well, it's not it's not entirely real though, because until you approach it from the inside, everything, all the le- all the steps you take, left and right, left and right, fighting that battle, you're actually standing in the same spot exactly. because you didn't change anything on the inside, and that's the only place that anything can change. Exactly. I don't know. That's kind of how I see it. Like you're not, you're just generating more karma to come back and smack you the other direction anytime you take a step and the external that way. But if that's the the trickiness though, because in following the steps inward, um, there will end up being a reverberation and people following you and a movement because you. That's the only place where movements actually happen. Yep. (laughs) Yes. And that's that's the, the the thing that's like that's psyching me about about a lot of, about a lot of this is like I feel like I'm sitting right in the middle of like something that is really beautiful and, and powerful and there is a, there is an actual movement that's going on here like I personally know some really f- amazing people that are doing some amazing things to connect people on this frequency right now that are We're like just getting started exactly buddy. oh my god We're just, getting, just, started. just getting started this this spring and summer is going to change everything like uh yes just like big, just yeah. starting out i guess i'll throw it out there you know like we're talking about new haven now they're going to have a festival there april 8th through 10th uh it's called shamanic boom you're making a pin for it you're 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 doodle it a pin or whatever no definitely that was a digital doodle so after i'm gonna definitely refine that but i think that concept will work yeah no that would be that'd be sweet but uh it's gonna be like a big huge sound healing festival and everything and um uh, i guess a real gathering of the tribes just as many festivals will be, <laughs> are and always are at all and on and on but but uh no this this summer i think is a little bit different there's more i feel like organization in the spiritual community in the um and people and even people our age like it's not even just it's not just people our age it's in people that are just a people on our biorhythm right now. Biorhythm, perfect. Thank you for simplifying that for me. Um, the, the, you the and I are on a similar biorhythm. Like we're about to bust out in the same way in our ver- versions of it. Exactly. Right. Is that what you're getting at? Yeah. I mean, we're 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 all we're all sharing this Make particular. 2012. Yeah, we're sharing this hive right now. We're sharing this particular space and time, and we're 
obviously it's it's raising the frequency like you can see how you it's not like like what we're doing here is necessarily like making anything that's going on in Turkey and Syria any better but who knows maybe it will <laughs> but but like the, the meditating the, sure will yeah exactly and like there's there's even like you know studies that show like um uh, overall violence at certain times of day when people are meditating or even praying or different things like that it does have an actual effect on the hive mind of the people that are in the particular biorhythm that's one of the most repeated experiments ad nauseum yeah it's the heart it's our hearts it's the central core like it's 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 the hearts like let's get down to it your heart is it's it's the vortex mathematical um <laughs> the singularity exactly like in each in each and every person it's a singularity through and through like it goes to central core through our hearts through each other to the to the unified soul whatever the hell you want to call it we're one being it goes like from soul just, to spirit to to lesser entity all the way through one line exactly exactly so we have this opportunity to be present. We have this opportunity to really take this moment to take a real stock of our friends, all the people that are around us, all of the resources we really have and how we really feel. Like let's let's stop let's stop lying to ourselves here. Like th- nobody's getting out of this matrix. Nobody's getting out of this. We have to create the solution. We have to be the solution. We have to create the culture. We have to create the art. Like we have to create the bridge. Getting out isn't even the point. It's about no. getting. It's about getting clear of what's really going on. It's about and getting then, clear. <laughs> because, like whenever you get, because whenever you break the shell, it's not like everything is all of a sudden amazing, magic rainbow unicorns flying around. Just because you broke your shell and now you're Superman living on an um, amazing fantasy planet, it's still the exact same planet you've been on. It's just now that now you're seeing it clearly, and it's like you're watching. Man, to get, I've had experiences where. I've raised, I've raised like to points of height, like heights of frequency, just temporarily, where the people around me literally have gone into slow motion. Yeah. <laughs> where like, where it gets to the point where I'm so connected to the root and truth of attention and focus and what how energy flows through that that like I'm not moving around, I'm not walking around anymore. I'm just paying attention to one nodule or another nodule, and these people will just like manifest in front of me and bloom out and become more detailed as I focus in on them. And then as I reject it, they go away and like wither away and fall away. It gets, it gets so hyper, hyper dimensional and think like it's, it actually becomes a holographic projector at certain points on the wavelength of experience that you can reach. And I don't know if we like, I can understand why we don't want to live in a in that spot where everything re, everything m- unfolds and manifests so instantaneously because the lag time that is built into the system as we're in right now kind of makes it more interesting right. <laughs> more, more, it's, it's more that delay opportunity for learning yeah or maybe more opportunity for complexity i don't know Maybe it's there is no delay, and the husk is what causes that delay, and we are meant to like face the truth of our energy and what experience is really like beyond the, the husk too. Maybe that's maybe we maybe the lag is not a good thing. Right. 
it's really hard you're, to getting polar- you're getting polarized. It's getting polarized on the perspective <laughs> of the flag. It's like, oh my god, <laughs> the people listening to this have no idea what the fighting examiners are like. What the fuck are these dudes talking about? Uh, somebody understands at least what I'm talking about. I mean, somebody's been yes. so high that they felt everything slow down and whoosh, and they pop through some sort of bubble, and then you know they're they're stopping time for a moment, and they go, did I just stop time? And then they do it again. And then that's it. They can't do it again after that. But, you know, it, it happens. Or maybe it's happened while you're meditating or mm-hmm. you Things start in the room, start changing, like to a whole different like spectrum of color and like just existence. Like that there's like when you start to actually see all the shit that's in the room, like the life, the <laughs> geometry. And like when that's, that, that stuff starts turning on, shit starts disappearing and you're like, uh, am I going to die? Like what's what's going on here? That's always the question. Yeah, that's what's always slowed me down is always uh, being afraid that I'm not going to be able to come back. And I, that's it's okay though. There's a great many opportunities for leaps forward in consciousness this coming year. And that's I think that's that's what it is right there. Is that we all need to be able to connect. I think on that for not. I mean, yeah. Eventually, yes, we all need to be able to connect on that frequency. I think, but um, so many people are sleepwalking when you're up there and looking over, like on that frequency. The people right. around you look like zombies. Exactly. It's like the feeling you get when you go to the grocery store. You know what I mean? Like, how, how do you feel in the grocery store? It's probably a lot like how I feel in the grocery store. But seeing them that way is part of the polarization. Exactly. And then I watched my mind do that. It's kind of even an experiment to myself. But it's like, at the same time, like, everybody's, it, it's, it's a real thing. Like, everybody's got that hungry look on their face. Like, they need energy. Like they're there and they're, they're expending all they got in the paper and plastic. But they just they just don't feel it. They just like they're looking for that that orgone, like that real general genuine feeling of really connecting with the person that they're sharing that space with. That to, to the real core essence of what that means. And a lot of it it just gets down to just people just don't know. And that confusion, cool. that being cut off from the truth, that's what is causing the schism. Like that's what the binary mindset in a way it it does. But at the same time. At the same time, it's like the tail. It's like it's like the tail of the dragon. It's like the serpent eating its tail. It's like that's at the tail end of it. You know what I mean? It's it's it's, it's built in. It's obvious. It's here. It's what we're experiencing. But it's like a lesson. It's like the part of the whole cosmic lesson in a way. Is like being able to go up and down that, go any part within that, and being able to see it without being polarized by by placing yourself closer to the center in some senses. And then you'd say, oh, well, maybe in some ways are you polarizing yourself closer to the center? Or are you you're egocentric? You know what I mean? But It's hard because but well, everywhere is the center. whenever you're That's at a lower frequency, you forget what the higher frequency means or feels like. It's just that everywhere it's, is the center. And that, oh, that's, everywhere at once. That's the fundamental. It's just like a fractal. Think of it like... Or a hologram. Exactly. It's the image of the same thing. That's the whole thing. It's it's one thing. It's 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 one thing. Um, maybe I think I would give the people that are listening to this right now a lot of credit in um, being able to understand whatever it is that we hopefully got across and what we're talking about. Uh, like I want to do a little experiment because this experiment happened in the last episode, and uh, so Chris, just close your eyes for a second and okay. take some breaths and. I'm just going to ask people listening right now, doesn't matter where you're at in the time-space continuum, to just try to do the same thing. Close your eyes and take a few breaths. 
And after a few moments or during, just send some energy towards Chris right now. Send light or positivity. good to be family <laughs> doesn't it <laughs> like in the in in the da- in the deepest sense really that's that's what it is it's like that's how that's how close we all really are we're family we're all the same light we're all the same water yeah we're all the same we're all the same thing just mixing it up we're eating from the same dish and pissing in the same pot <laughs> you really want to get down to it so uh, fishing um, from the same river yeah Man, I, I feel like there's a lot more stuff we could get into. I think um, so. Do you do you have but, time? Well, this feels like a good this feels like a good place to call uh, call it good for me at this time actually. Okay. In this particular interview, well, I'm not not right this second. I'm not gonna be like sure. adamant about it. If there's anything else you want to touch on before we get off the phone call, the Skype call, obviously that's cool. But you know, I gotta. I have to uh, live within the rules of the matrix. For me, that means like, you know, showering my body and doing laundry and like dishes and things that I don't want to be piled up on myself later in the week I got so you. that I can actually put this out. Well, I think this would probably be a good time then to maybe put some plugs in. Um, oh, perfect. Yeah. Uh, so I guess I'll start with me. Um, you know, I, I'm vice president of Unify Farms. Uh, I've, I've got a little bit of work to do on my website yet. I've been like trying to pull different strings together, and so I haven't been spending as much time on that, but you can find that at www.uni-phi-farms. Let's talk about what that is, actually. Yeah. Like, yeah, we don't need to stop here. Okay, you, sure. Like, you can get into all that. Sure. I, I meant to ask about that. Um, well, basically, Unify Farms is uh, an organic farming company that started with a friend of mine, uh, Tony Gleason. Um, and yeah, we started this about, well, I was like almost going on two years now, um, basically trying to build an organic farming company that can be provide kind of a total solution um, for the human being uh, to bring back to balance. Um, you know, we're trying to start small. I start with getting the company started. Like that's a big, a big vision for us. But, but we're really just trying to get down and trying to get some property, uh, work with some folks to um, maybe even start little intentional communities or sustainable uh, farms, things like that. Um, we're also looking for our own property right now. We've got um, some potentials that we're looking at. Um, we're going to be leasing some different properties and doing some greenhouse farms on this spring and summer. Uh, I need to put you in touch with my friend Kurt just to cut you off. But like, yeah, yeah. Someone definitely. who has land that is trying to develop his land in a similar vein mm-hmm. of thought, he might be interested in off air. We should like yeah. talk about that and then continue talking about your shit though. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> your shit. No, and you're, you're amazing. <laughs> this is like an awesome idea. No, no, I'm oh, sorry. Okay, it's shit. Okay. Uh, uh, but on that note, like literally anybody and everybody that, um, that I could get connected to, I would, I would really love to, to get connected to, uh, I'm, I'm newer to this. Like I've been farming now f- 
for all of about two years, a little bit more, more so about a year. I got into this because I was really into photography, and lo and behold, I'd be into becoming and starting a farm business. I never expected, but that's a, that's a journey for another story or another time or a story for another time. Um, but basically, um, you know, we had. Uh, started out, we went, we went to a, uh, farm on this friends of ours farm and they ended up not wanting to do it after six months or so. Um, and then we ended up moving to Astral Valley, uh, where my, my buddy Tony, he's living now. He's got a, he's got a camper out there. We're going to build a greenhouse there this summer. Um, and it'll be an educational greenhouse that will be able to have some educational space for people to come and actually learn how to work in an aquaponics greenhouse um, and the, kind of what it takes to run that kind of operation and, and create it and all of that. Um, so we got that, and uh, we're really looking to... I can work for you. Right. <laughs> Hopefully. Seriously. I'm really wanting to be able to provide... Uh, really cool jobs for people and like I'll, I'll get even i'll get even more to this i'll just kind of give a synopsis of of my overall kind of vision for my business and like what where i'm trying to fit it in and how i'm trying to provide actual solutions from a business side of things um i want to use unified farms to uh basically produce and, and and distribute organic food whether it's in an urban you know like urban farms like be able to acquire you know small lots things like that get community gardens started network with those kinds of people even um you know some houses that may need to be rehab they can grow food inside and you know house work stays they can take care of the garden the lawn whatever whatever rooftop gardens whatever what did you say rooftop gardens or even, yeah, rooftop gardens, whatever we can do in the in the urban sphere, but also focus on getting farms set up outside of towns and cities that can produce larger quantities of food, um, and be able to have things like greenhouses and stuff like that that you may not want to be able to have in the city. Um, I'm guessing you were going to be trying to go for like permaculture yeah, designs, well, where yeah, and you're not just. The damaging the land with monocropping and exactly, and that's that's a big thing is that being able to teach people sustainable practices for farming, not using huge monocrops, so you don't have to use all the pesticides and crazy GMOs, which we could get into. Is that's part of the husk? Like wake up, people! The heavy metals and things like that are weighing you down. Like if you want to get light, you got to get <laughs> light. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So you got to really yeah. pay attention. You like, light. You're actually eating those those. It's not. It's not a joke. Like you could eat I mean, bread. Bread with cheese on it is not the end all be all food. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's. It's not. That's you gotta get all crazy about this because you gotta. You gotta. You take this all in balance. You gotta obviously see what's around you and what's available to you. In I live in here in Wood River. I've got access to Aldi's, Shop and Save, and Walmart. There's some organic food, but it's tough. So I'm in it with you guys. Like I'm trying to, and it's also part of it. And in the seeing where I am in this position is being able to be like, okay, I'm sitting right here with you. I'm going to try to grab hold of the things that I know that I think could really help me. If it's going to help you, I'm going to share whatever I think can help you. I'm not trying to sit here and say I'm any kind of a leader or I'm anybody. That you if you're connecting to true abundance, then all, you have, all you're doing is pointing the way to someone else exactly. to connect to the same abundance. Exactly. That's all I'm trying to do is plug in to what works for me. If it doesn't work for you, it doesn't work for you. You know, and that's that's how it should be. Sometimes there there is no one size fits all. That would be way boring. Yeah. Uh, so going, but on, that's part of the husk. Also, is uh, the convincing you that everything is one size fits all, and that uh, everyone should be the exact same. Exactly. To fit an eidolon binary program, right? Uh, 
going to match the ma- the slave drive to the master drive. Right. Whenever they're all the same drive. <laughs> right. So uh, the next things would be um, whenever uh, cannabis and hemp is legal, um, whenever this insane shit, whatever this is that we're dealing with, where we can just like brush this off like a bad cold and get back to sanity of how amazingly productive and powerful these plants are, not just for the medical industry, but for the for for manufacturing for construction hemp's hempcrete is just as strong yeah. as steel and way cheaper clothing. clothing food is another huge thing it's one of the best complete proteins that there is like let's wake up and actually use what's real and what's here and available to us so i mean him might as well have been designed by an ancient culture who had access to high levels of bioengineering to be able to create the perfect plant it might as well be. <laughs> like, I mean, what, well. what else? What else do you need to add to it to make it more useful to humankind? It grows quickly. It has all the attributes you just said. Uh, you can grow in a lot of places. It, there's, you really can't stop it. It's and it every, and every it connects use. people. Like that's a whole other thing. Hold a hold a hold the phone. It connects people through consciousness, through empathy, through emotion. It makes you maybe want to talk to the person next to you instead of stay in your recluse husk. It helps you brush off a little bit of your own illusion sometimes or your connection to some parts of your ego, even though you could say it inflates other parts and it does different things to your... Oh, it's not a, It's not the end-all, be-all no, as a medicine absolutely for consciousness not, no. by no means. But it's not it can a, actually be harmful. It's, it's something we definitely should not demonize because the demonization of it leads to the ignorance of it, leads to not being able to understand how to use it in balance and how to use it in the way that it's meant to be used and how it wants to interact with us and seeing it is also a hypersentient being and not just a plant. And then, oh, okay, well, if we're going to say that, we're going to say that about every other thing in the reality, all the animals, the plants, the minerals, everything you interact with is just as sentient as you. And the fact that it doesn't have to think makes it even more sentient than you because it's already tapped into the core. So, yeah, yeah, it's not disconnected from what it is, or what by what it thinks it is. Right. It's it's um, always emanating exactly what it is. But the thing, well, there are exceptions though. Some animals can get like cut off like that. I've seen dogs with really bad nervous problems. Yes, absolutely. But the biggest thing that those things don't have is the awareness that they're everything. And that's where your power lies. That's yeah. you see that you are the supreme being. You have the connection to divinity itself, to the core, right there in your heart, in your chest, in your DNA, and just your your whole construction. That you're a five based being. Just look at yourself. That you know, judging. what you know is you can't hurt you. Exactly. I mean, that's like that's basically the concept that the strongest mind wins in any any situation. Uh, comes down to which mind knows that the other one is a part of it exactly versus the one that thinks that the uh, the one that loses is the one that thinks the other one is some external powerful thing that's separate from it exactly and the instant as you know something has to be tolerated to be controlled something has to be tolerated to be controlled is that what you said i couldn't hear you yeah 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 something has to be tolerated to be controlled and that goes even with like with uh medicinal use of cannabis or any other type of plant medicine by making it intolerated that's how it gets out of control exactly. in society exactly because it it gets it's it's the same thing as taking somebody's symbol okay it's like taking Modeling the cross something up or taking it, pressure exactly and it's it's taking something and it's and calling it something else just it, just in the same way the english does this is like oh a cigarette okay I mean, you might call it a cigarette, but it's 7,000 chemicals that most of them will give you cancer. 
Like that's what Ingo is. That's the play right there. That's the binary. That's the eidolon. That's the oh, just it's okay. It's okay to do this and to put these different things and to eat this and this. Blah, blah, blah. But when you're reality, that's not love, what you're meat, eating. sex, and like and yeah, um, yeah. Look, yeah, everything. I'm sorry, I just cut you off, like jerk. <laughs> I'm getting excited so, by all this. Yeah, we're getting right back into it. Yeah. That's what's funny. Um, so, so getting getting back into it, so I can finish this this one bit, I guess about because I'm just I'm like reading off something I had printed off earlier that I was working on something else with, and it helped me organize my thoughts, so I pulled it out. Um, mm-hmm. Basically, so you know the cannabis. And then I also want to create wellness centers um, on on my on my properties. I want to be able to have like as like you know some kind of either uh, and this doesn't have to be my specific property. Like that's the whole thing about my business. I want to be able to create like uh, affiliate micro businesses. Like be able to have the people I'm working with just be able to create their own business, so you can acquire some land or different things like that. Like there's they're legal instruments. Like we have to see them as tools and be able to, to use them uh, creatively and precisely because they're available to us. Why not? Um, and you would say in some ways, yes, it can trap you into binary, but we got to we got friends and family in binary. Like you're going to forget about them. Like we got to use the whole thing. Got to show people that. You it is the binary and trinary. You, that's the, you, and you, you have to be able to, to bridge it all be, together. Nope. And again, you have to tolerate the binary to control it. Exactly. That's what we're talking about. So, no, you can operate in binary. You just can't be, you can't exist in exclusively as binary. Right. Exactly. You have to know what, when you're applying some pressure on the right, you have to know that it causes this on the left. But if you know that, then that's how you balance. That's how someone walks a tightrope. And that's like, that's what the people that have gotten really high spiritual knowledge and come back or attempting to do is just uh, transmit that very point. <laughs> exactly. And that's, that's, I guess my whole point in this is like even unified farms, like that is, this is my process. Like you, I went from somebody who was extremely depressed and in different, you know, dark phases in my life. And as I grew, like I adapted into something that came from me learning about meditation and the things that actually did pull me out of that. I applied it to my life. This is me. This is what I'm trying to do. You know what I mean? So this is bringing it, you know, the the ladder goes up and down, like bringing your gifts, the things that you learn about yourself that you have to say you are great. Like there is an aspect of your being that is great. All aspects of your being are great, but it takes like even a certain level of humility to recognize your own greatness and not to judge that and to recognize you do have gifts and things that you, you can bring back that can really help some people that maybe didn't know that or didn't have access to that kind of resource and you just made their life that much better or that much easier. That's what it's about. It's just relieving yeah, it, suffering it, for each other because we're all on the same journey together. I think it does actually require a modicum of judgment to be able to apply apply the understandings that you come back with to helping the other people in your life because there is a point where maybe it would be beneficial to actually say something to somebody instead of just letting it slide that they're acting like one thing or another or it might uh, really require you (laughs) exactly like you might see how again going back to operating in binary you might see how applying a large force here might actually shake something loose over here and be beneficial I'm not saying like go kill somebody to like never go into that type of polarization but uh 
Obviously, <laughs> because that has huge energy repercussions, and you know that's wrong. I mean, like you always know what's right or wrong, and always follow that. But uh, I don't know. I guess what I'm trying to get to is we part of like what returning to um, how the how a lot of New Age spirituality just mirrors the Christian dogma. Dogma. The same goes for only God should judge. You know, well, like, who's going to do, if God's never around, who's going to do the judging of whether this is okay or right. not? Right, so they so set up. Is, like, <laughs> so that's where it comes back to, like, there is a difference between judging, there's, that's where the words get confused, where you have one word that means too many things that's not really the same thing. There should be a different word, because judgment where you are deciding that something is, is or isn't harmful to your energy or the energy of the people around you is a totally different thing than judgment where you're saying, oh, look at John, he's such a crazy bastard. He's an asshole. And I'm saying all these things about him in my mind that are judging things. And what that's actually doing is firing that frequency in the direction of his frequency and making right. it more likely that he is those things. Exactly. So that's two two different things completely, same word. So that's a big part of the problem of the language again. That's mm -hmm. what the matrix is. Mm -hmm. And that's, yeah, it's literally, it's the, the judgment is built into the language. The the division is built into it, and then, then the further confusion, the further division is basically what it is, because all that confusion is is, is separation from truth. And so, it, so if the further you're confused, the further you're divided from or distanced from the truth. So it's like the, the language is like filled with confusing refractions in and of itself. At the same time, it also, in some ways, lends some more specificity in some of the things you might say than other languages, but it's... Each still, language is a mixed bag yeah, of Each all language is confusing, and that's where we're getting into the whole thing, is even the languages. Like, let's take an actual honest look. Okay, we're going to get into English. Let's get into where it comes from, which is Hebrew, and English is, is Hebrew backwards. Like, let's talk about what that does to the, the brain, first off. Like, you're, it's it's you're talking about two different languages here it's the hieratic and the demotic script you look at like kingly languages like german english like all of these like it's the law it's the way things go and then you look at hebrew and it's the actual word of god itself but you see what i mean it's 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 confusing you that there's a separation there's involved the in the hebrew right exactly that's a whole that other thing to get into it so we're ignoring completely with our current language that, that language is literally wrapped around vortex mathematics like if you want to get into it like just google this just google the hebrew language look at the uh, the uh sort of the g um not gm gmac is not the right uh, uh Oh God, I can't even think of the word right now, but it's basically the numerology of the words. Like the word for love is uh, the number of the word for love it's is the same, same for God, God in Hebrew. Well, that's an yeah. actual code and an actual pattern, gematria. That's what it's called. Um, but it, 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 it's based around vortex mathematics. Like it's showing you the Taurus right there. The fact that we're actually sitting inside of it, like talking about it, like it doesn't mean that Hebrew is just coming and like these languages are pulled out of nowhere. Like they're pulled out of literally creation itself. It's just about how much you know about the story of its creation, like of its character. What is the character of that particular God in the whole thing? It's, it's, how is the tone and frequency shaped as a waveform, and what does that end up looking like in a language expression? Exactly. When it's a, which is just a further refraction from the source. Like it's a refraction from Eidolon. There's one word, there's ohm, and then as that splits out, there's right. the seven tones, and then as those tones refract out to more complex combinations of them, you have letter sounds, and then those combine to form words, and those combine to form sentences, and then on and on and on, just like 
exactly the same type of refraction as what goes on from uh, the cosmos down to a solar system, down to a planetary system, down to a body, down to cells, down to exactly. molecules. Exactly. It programs your, and on and on. your literal DNA. Every word, like the word, That's cymatic expression, which affects the way, like even the vibration of your own heart, paired with the emotions and, and the actual, you would, I keep saying orgone energy, but it's just the, the, the natural bioenergetic energy that's just oozing out of you that's going all over that other person around it you can't help at all it's just your electromagnetic field your aura whatever you want to call it you we're all sitting in each other basically it's kind of weird the way that i would describe it is that feeling of the like it's a weird way to describe it but it's the best way to describe it kind of in my mind maybe i'm just weird but whenever you were like a kid coming into um puberty and you first started discovering what it felt like to have sexual energy for the first time mm-hmm. and how strong and overwhelming and specific and distinct that feeling was versus how that feeling has changed to you as you've gotten older and weakened mm-hmm. and changed. So like go back to that feeling as a kid and in a sense that's similar to what the orgone energy is like. Right. It's like this pure It's your kundalini. Uh, creative, it's that pure creation force, unquoiling from right the base of the tail, base of the spine. Exactly, and that's the whole. That's just the whole thing. Here is we have to actually look at this. This is all archetypes. Like we're sitting in the atom, the 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 atom cadmon, the 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 five based being. What is that like? Even linguistically, like when you are incepting yourself into a specific linguistic program, it will align all of the energy of the entire future, even of your being through your program like into your physical body like that's how it programs your entire reality is the one that you accept into it (laughs) It, that's that maybe why you can prove through experiments that uh the heart and like the nervous system react to stimulus um moments before the stimulus is actually presented to the person yeah because it's the other person they're pressing the button (laughs) like they're like oh that person's (laughs) pressing the button (laughs) oh shit that was a shock (laughs) that's our thoughts travel faster than than, than, than light like it goes through the void through the whole thing like it's fields overlapping fields right. that's what people it's not it's not actually bubbles that are distinct and uh, cut off from one another it's a field me- merging with a field mm-hmm. it's ripples running into ripples and I want before I forget because you were talking about that the feeling of when you do first start feeling your own sexual energy is is people the right away is that that key period in time in your life is that you're only taught to feel that as your sexual energy and not also as your creative energy and how there's right. a balance between the two because sexual is sexual it's think about the flower of life here okay the seed of life creation like it's all written into the language it's all written into the being so it it says that way it feels that way it's it's the same so is <laughs> this the trick with language also is it that will literally divide that one there that the, the, there is no that's the dualism is creating right. division creating division right the divide uh, to die exactly <laughs> exactly oh man i feel like we could go another two hours without yeah. much difficulty the, yeah let me let me get a little bit more into the plugs because i really want to get that before this is over um I- I want to too. <laughs> yeah, so I want to have wellness centers on my property uh, to be able to promote alternative medicine, meditation, yoga, and workshops for people that are in this type of community, or or just whatever, whatever they want to share, what kind of whatever kind of learning, whatever kind of skills they can offer and inspire people. I want to be able to provide those kinds of spaces. Um, 
Uh, yeah, this is one of my notes. Both for teachers and learners, yeah. that's the most important thing, where they know to come together. Exactly. So one of my notes yeah. was that it's a place where the total solution to bring the human being into balance, understanding of being in a place to network and apply the lessons to liberate others. So it's not a one-size-fit-all. So we actually have to uh, vibe off of each other to find out where the missing pieces are because what other way are we going to heal each other but with each other, you know? And that's that's really it's getting down in... It, I, I'm not going to get too far into it. This we can help. We'll get into it yeah. in future conversations. Um, I'm sure. I want to be able to create maker spaces as a part of this as well, um, like on the property, be able to have a shop that's got a 3D printer and a woodworking shop and different things like that, or to be able to inspire others to create those kind of spaces in cities or on their own properties and things like that, and be able to uh, create, you know, affiliate micro businesses. Be able to, you know. Uh, with my company as as I grow to be able to maybe even fund some of those kinds of people um, be able to to really create a network of businesses that that that's a little bit more connected to truth and what's really going on and then like that's that's their real motivation for being in business you know like like they're in business to create livelihood for themselves and others not for money exactly because yeah exactly like <laughs> that's sustainability like and health seeing, for seeing themselves the future the future where we can forget yeah. about this money shit and we can get on to actual cut out the middleman that's what's happening all across the board energy. we have to cut off we have to take this middleman out exactly Exactly. Which is money, which is salespeople, which is advertising, which is all these things between you and you deciding for yourself what's right. Exactly. So I want to have maker spaces. I want to uh, have food hubs, be able to start food hubs even in uh, within cities. Or a food hub could even just be as simple as just a place where people can meet to grab their CSA box or a, a small farmer's market that's set up by you know a handful of farmers. It's something that's organized where people can come and grab their food. But a traditional food hub by the USDA certification standards is like a building that has refrigeration, place for storage, place to wash things. So there's all that kind of stuff you would consider too, depending on what your needs are for the space. Um, uh, also, um, intentional communities is another thing I've been diving a little bit deeper into, and especially within St. Louis, um, getting to actually know people who are interested in creating intentional communities um, and see that as a viable solution to be able to um, uh, more or less create options for people that, 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 that don't want to feel like they have to be stuck in the matrix to be able to get a job or to be able to cover their, them, themselves, to be able to pay for their food and different things because if we're still in this, like we, we, we're still going to have to deal with it at the same time. Um, but that's part of it is, is, is being able to, 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 to be, to be the solution, to, to be the people <laughs> figuring it out. Yeah. And that when other people see other people figuring it out, they're like, Oh, it's possible. Uh, that I don't have to pay this ridiculous amount to live when I can just get together with a group of my friends. We can either get a particular block of the city or we could get a particular building or just, there's all kinds of different shit you can do with intentional communities. Also, like eco villages and rural type. people call you crazy for that, but exactly. it's so weird. What do people do whenever they have free time from their job? They go to try to hang out with their friends. Well, what if instead of having a job, you hung out with your friends all day, and your job during the day was to like create the food and the stuff that you and your friends need? Exactly. Exactly. Bada bing, bada boom. And then, uh, and then be able to even you know. Uh, I, I guess I guess affiliate farms is now on my list again, but uh, be able to inspire your friends to create their own little businesses. So that, like, let's say four or five people want to start a little eco village of their own, 
say, okay, we'll start a little, just, it's so easy to start a business. Like you can do it in 15 minutes. It's so stupid. Once you have the resources though, as the bigger thing, you can nest low, smaller things within the exactly. larger. Exactly. And it offers you protection. That's another thing is we can't be just, uh, Seven put this really well. Um, he's like, just because, you know, don't expect praying mantis to want to meditate. Don't expect yeah. that want to pray upon you and that want to prey upon the system and, and not really cooperate with you to, to, to not be malicious to you in some ways because you will encounter that. So you've got to be able to protect yourself because uh, people, people are dumb sometimes. Well, I mean, that's what I'm talking about, operating in binary. You have to know that if you are putting out these positive steps, then the, ne- the negative is going to come at you. But that's the power of being the trinary being is when right. the negative person comes at you, instead of jumping to their frequency and meeting them with the anger that they're expressing, you find the harmonizing point and you clear the negativity that they're expressing by bringing them into the fold too if they accept it or uh, closing them off with a powerful barrier if they won't accept exactly. it. Either way, and a particular, negativity is dispelled. Yeah. And a particular, you don't absorb their frequency. Yeah, and, it, and, it's, and it's suited to them in a particular fashion that they needed to to understand where they are in terms of their balance as well. And on top of it, yeah. like they came to you for the same reason that you brought them to you. Exactly. Their being in the negative was what connected them to your positive. Exactly. And I don't remember <laughs> I what like point it was exactly. I was going to have, I had another thing to say in that, but. Um, I love this conversation, man. We really. Dude, me too. This has been a great conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I always love talking to you, man. We even when we talk on the phone, this is how we talk too. It's not. It's not like. Yeah, it's like we didn't talk like this just because it's a podcast, folks. This is just how me and Chris <laughs> talk to each other. We don't even know each other. I know. We, <laughs> like, we, this is the only we way met, we know each other. We met at, I know. We met at twenty-seven twenty. Um, I came like you were wearing your. Um, you had a cape on that had all sacred geometry on it, and I just walked by you and I put my hand on your back and I like kind of like give you like, uh, like a look like. Uh, um, I think I was said something about your cave, or like something how it was cool, and then you came back up to me with this big selenite, and you put it on my back. He's like, "This is how it felt when you just touched me on the back, and you put the selenite." And he's like, "I just wanted to return the favor." This <laughs> 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 is hilarious. Then we can yeah, yeah. But that's uh, funny because like I was so yeah. high that I don't remember that story. That's my problem with the cannabis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 yeah, dude, me too. That's 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 been the thing is like really trying to look at myself and like what's affecting my focus and my memory. And like one of the things for me is cutting back a little bit on it. Uh, I, I've already noticed um, being a little bit just more clear and just be able to have more short term memory and all that. Uh, it helps later I, when you are on. Now that we're saying that, I do remember what my point was going to be. Haha. Uh-huh. Oh, cool. Um, was that that's we're talking about shielding, and in one one essence, you don't want to shield away people. Like you don't want to keep people away from you. But in order to protect people who are on their journey, who are trying to create things from people that don't quite understand how things work, or who are wanting to pull people down, or or who only know how to take, who only know how to pull energy from people instead of instead of resonate and vibe with them and create and inspire together and, and to just not be people that destroy operations. Basically you still have to look cause it's a real component in creation. Like there are, there is lead. There are things that are set there to destroy. Rabbits are going to eat your garden if you don't do something. About exactly. It. Like you don't want people pissing and shitting in your garden. You know what I'm saying? So 
you need to you need to be able to act as a shield in some in some regards if you're going to be able to pull people into the fold together you have to act as a sh- collective shield and that's what I think that's where the true purpose of technology is if that makes sense technology in practice as in practices and um, applic- any application that you can put on the external reality that's going to take away your need to like physically dictate that something has to be one way or another and make it where the environment naturally flows in that way now without you having to do anything. Exactly. And that's, that's one of those things is like, we don't want to sit here and demonize technology in and of, in and of itself. Like we have to see that there is, there's aspects, it's technicality. Technology yeah. is a frequency. Like let's, let's, let's be real here. This yeah. stuff comes from the earth. We're mining this plastic, this silicone, like all the, it's a frequency. It's, this is all light we're dealing with here. We're just, at different levels so just because you think this thing is solid it's not it's just not how shit is really so it it's all a frequency so it's a matter of in what way are you applying the frequency of technology it's just technical it's it's it is binary in a sense like you're using a binary shield but as a trinary being of full understanding of what that system is you see what I'm saying because binary is just well you just know when to receive and when to project yeah it's what? It's it's about when it, like binary shielding is just about knowing when to turn on and off your exactly. input and output. Exactly. Binary because that's all binary is is input output. Binary is just input output. Trinary is you at the top of that pyramid guiding the input output. You being the terminal, not the battery, not the plus or the minus. You being the connector. I think that I think that is maybe weird of a terminology. It might have been to some people. Um, anyone that's made it this far has probably gotten a much better understanding in what is going on with the difference between being dualistic and how to transcend that and what it really means to harmonize with things. Right. Uh, is there anything else you want to plug about your projects? Yeah, yeah. Um, basically, uh, I want to plug Astral Valley. They've got uh, oh. a Cosmic Reunion coming up. That's going to be a huge festival. Super, super duper lineup for that one. If you're into music festivals, definitely check out Astral Valley. They've got awesome stuff coming there. And really, anybody who wants to come there to create and collaborate, like that is, that is going to be a pop in space this summer. And I feel like a lot of uh, people that are on this kind of a frequency are going to be gathering there, networking there, getting together. And that's what it really these these things should be. Like these these centers, these epicenters of this particular kind of consciousness. We need to be responsible for this level yeah. of energy and what it means and what it can mean, what we can do for the people that we're, we're otherwise having to come and live with. It's that feeling of, of dreading going back to the real world after the festival. Well, how about if we could take the festival back to the real world? That frequency of joy and connection and understanding and sanity of what's real. You know what I mean? And not, not- I say that to people. Be who you want to be at a music... Act like you would act at a music festival all the time. Exactly. And... Like, if there's something about that that's going to cause you harm, then you're not acting right while you're at the music festival either. If there's something about that that the society is going to, that you're afraid the society is going to reject in you being that way, but is a true expression of yourself, don't be afraid of that. Because, like, because that's that's the illusion. That's what, they, uh, that's what it eats on. That's how it eats yeah. you. It eats on yeah. your fear. And that's the yeah. biggest thing is fear is just is just well that's how the mind control works yeah, it keeps you from it, acting exactly it keeps you from acting makes you think things are going to happen makes you think of all these crazy things in your head that you're going to do or that you want to change about your diet or different things and then you never actually do it you like you just like you said it's it's being able to think about it and not 
act. That's mind control. And ultimately, in the, the mind war, it's very important to keep it very distinct and clear that there's no external force that is doing this to you, that's manipulating you, unless you decide that that's what it is, and in which case you are making it true. But in reality, it's all your own self-generated thoughts, and that's where the shells come from. That's where the matrix comes from. It's all mind war of your own mind versus your own mind, spy versus spy. And you you have to take that responsibility in order to find the balancing point and start to like being the author of your own experience. Exactly. And that's is a You can't just blame anyone else. You can't be a victim. Exactly, because when you're doing that, then you're externalizing your power. Then you're entering into binary. So anybody who's held on that long, there you see it. Like anytime you enter into uh believing that even somebody else has that power over you, the power to be more original than even your own ideas, to, to not, not they're going to originate your ideas, but that they're going to put down your creativity or anything like that, like you staying in that, either in that environment or continuing to engage in that uh, transfer is you staying in the binary system. And I think... It- I like this too because we didn't ever. T- we're not telling anyone what to do here. No, there's no, there's no dogmatic. There's no dictating of this is the right thing. It's the wrong thing. All we're trying to express is uh, what it, the difference between following your own self or following the illusions. Exactly. Being stuck in a husk. Exactly, and the. I guess for me, my. my uh, I, I'll plug in my husk for a while has been um, really has been expressing myself more, putting myself more out there and being like, Hey, I need some fucking help here <laughs> for real. Like this has been a lot for me to, to take on and to learn myself. And I've been getting a tremendous help from people, but that's the message that we all need well, to see that we, that we all need that same steps yourself. Exactly. We all need that same amount from each other here. Like we're in the same situation. As soon as you start giving, you start getting it. <laughs> exactly. That's what reciprocity means. That's yeah. how the input-output really works. That's how you work in binary in the right way. You realize that if, if you were going to need this over here, then you better be giving it to this over here where it's being asked of you. Exactly. Exactly. And so a lot of it of, I guess, getting out of my own binary has been... In defeating a lot of those uh, of the illusions of of the binary programs I've been holding on to of of um, seeking power externalizing externally or, or like it's like it's like we're making even, the relationship problem about the other person when it's really about yourself right exactly exactly that's a head trip in, in one for you oh there my God. yeah um, but at the same time it's also it's it's always it's in a, in a relationship, it's a mirror, so it's obviously it's both, but at the same time, from your perspective, yeah, it does have a lot to do with your stuff, but at the same time, you know, in relationships, people, like, you, you look for somebody who activates you, for somebody who can balance those parts of yourself that you don't quite have figured out yet, and that's that's more or less, like, the big thing here is the ice walls, is those parts of yourself that you don't know. The things you don't know you don't know and the things you're not sure about. The certain maybe even aspects of your own spirituality or your own being or like what's what are chakras, what's my third eye. Like the fact that you don't know those certain things and you can't clear it all the way through your own customs, that literally creates um, the schism in your reality. This, Between the top your down. direct experience and your understanding of that experience. Exactly. No, that makes total sense. 
<laughs> so the more of us that can the divide see that we're that we're one being that can connect on those frequencies and be able to fill the divide with each other with hey man i i i, I can smell your ip from here you know what i mean like uh, be real like and, it, and it's in the, it's in those ways that we can heal each other and and uh, we need to have more belief in the fact that we can do that. I think in the, in the real power of that. Um, so I believe in you chance. I believe in everybody that's listening to this message. I think that we have more power now than we ever have, uh, in really the entire human history. I think we've got all of the ancient knowledge that's coming out. There's more and more ancient knowledge released in the past uh, 10 or 20 years than there has been in thousands of years. Um, each one person has that much power, too. It's not even exactly. just a collective. And in each single person. And, it, and never mind the technology and all of that that's out and the research you can do from there besides the own mining you can do in the Akash itself within your own body. Like, you want to get connected to the human spirit and the human soul and in the source of life itself, yeah, maybe you might need to go do the ayahuasca or the DMT or the peyote or the whatever and not be so afraid. You know what I mean? Well, what that's doing is breaking a hole into the through those husks and allowing exactly. the light to come exactly. through Exactly, and it's, it's a and process. You can, break, you can clear that in a different way, but it does sometimes help to have like a break glass in case of emergency Perfect. solution. That's, that's, that's more or less kind of what I was getting to is that w when you are trying, when you are just not breaking through in your in your own practices, even if you are, you know, trying like those those kinds of things, will it'll serve it right up to you. And maybe not the first time. Um, Sometimes it'll be gentle the first time to help you navigate exactly, the space, exactly, because it's an intelligence and it's got it's a care like those higher intelligence that the plant medicines are uh, holding. They, you know, they care about guiding you in a way that's going to make sense to you and help you but they're also going to be they're also going to be tough and they're going to hit you with um they're going to work in binary if you're in binary exactly you know like exactly uh psychedelic mushrooms for example they might really show you some scary stuff if that's what you're if that's what it takes to uh for you to finally shed light on the darkness inside yourself. Exactly. It just shows you the same old sad song you've been singing for years. That's all it is. It right. shows it to you in a way that you can feel it, and 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 that's and that, that's the thing is well, it, it makes it the gap between understanding and direct experience, like we we're talking about the right. divide again, right. just because the shell has been opened to feel your to feel your feelings on a quote unquote astral level, like to really see it and like what it looks like the colors like the way that your feelings affect the colors of the things that you're seeing and like how, yeah. how all the, the consciousness of maybe even the beings that you're seeing the, between the spaces or between the frequency like how your attitudes and emotions that are coming out of you at all moments not just that how it affects those but also the people that are around you I mean my goodness like people are the best way to really be able to tell what's going on with you you're sitting in the circle sitting in the circle with people that are going through a lot of the same kind of things and then the same thought processes is you, you might as well be practically in the same body together. So don't be surprised. You can get from your pets. Yeah, yeah, do big time with the pets. Big time. They live, your whole environment is the reflection. Exactly. And that's 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 it right there. Is when you really know how to like to look for it, you'll realize that every single moment in everything that comes into your life is it directly communicating with you. That your life is the direct communication. What you seek is seeking you. Exactly. Exactly. But in order for it to find you, you have to actually emit the true frequency of your soul and not the frequency of the programming echoing throughout you because of pain you feel. 
Exactly. Or numbness that you feel to any sensation because of the shells that you've erected. Right. So there's a difference between there between <laughs> shells and shields. And we've all gone through the ups and downs, I think, enough to know to know the difference between feeling open-hearted and feeling armored. Right. Big time. And that's that's um, man, that's that's what I really just want for my human family, like some of the experiences I've had to like to really feel the suffering of people around you just immediately or even, you know, your friends, your family, the world. Like I've had a lot of experiences where I've literally, you just at points in my life where I have trying to throw it on like Atlas and you just fucking cry and cry and cry. Cause there's not, but that's a, pulling you down into binary. Exactly. Too. Exactly. And it's really, it's not the balancing point where you're holding both things. Right. And that's, that's where, that's where you come to as, as an, as an adult, as trying to grow up and trying to be mm-hmm. an adept is realizing that, um, in order for, you to be of any assistance to anybody else, you need to be balanced. Like to the core. you have to look at that pain that the other person is handing to you, and you just smile at them. Exactly, you and not in a way that makes them feel like you have no compassion for them, but in a way that you are looking straight through the story that they're presenting you and just enjoying the truth of the reality, which is that they are connecting to you and expressing to you exactly where they're at, and you're. Uh, receiving it in a way that's not changing your frequency. Exactly. You see, you're both receiving and strong. Rece- receiving, you're able to charge each other, but remain neutral, if that makes sense. Well, it's like creating the toroidal effect. Right. Exactly. And that's that's like what we are. Like Anytime we come out of that, it's, dis- it's disharmonious. It's, I had a really good definition for fear. I was listening to uh, this video, and it said that your fear is just your natural true vibration filtered through a belief system not harmonic with your natural true vibration it's just a <laughs> so that's what the leak is right exactly it's it's just it's the conf- it's the confusion it's the 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 disharmony itself causes the leak it's the attitudes that's the fakeness it's the attitudes of like cutting somebody off at, at, at just these certain specific little decisions they're making and while yes we all we all can drive each other absolutely mad and different things that we do but really not seeing people where they're really at that's where the division really comes in and not seeing not seeing that whole system at the same time just seeing and you could say well yeah well, you're being in the moment but that's not what it's about. Like that's that's also part of being in the moment is recognizing the programming that that person is also going through as they repeat what they're saying or as they say what they're saying as as some of the things that they're even saying are not even their own words. It's just shit that they heard or or things that other people think or have programmed them to believe growing up. You know, if you take it personally that they're attacking you with those right. words, then you are stuck in the same. Polar, polarity and you're taking damage but if you realize that none of that shit is directed at you because it's nothing but you talking to you anyway yeah then it can't harm you and you can actually be in compassion with that person while still not choosing to remain in the negative frequencies you know you're not accepting the negative frequencies and perpetuating them mm-hmm. you're just letting them naturally uh, naturally f- uh, fade out and Yours remains. Exactly. And that's how both people can walk away from an interaction charged. Neutrally charged is one person comes in polarized. One person's already neutral. The person that comes in polarized, as long as the person who's neutral doesn't become polarized, like 
eventually the person is either going to have to calm down, confront what's going on or whatever, because the person's just not buying into it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I yeah, see exactly. you and you're, you're hiding from yourself. You're hiding something from yourself. You're evading some part of your own personality or some part of something you think or feel. And that's what's actually causing your confusion and your torment. Um, no, it's not always the case, but it's a lot of times. <laughs> uh, man, I'm not gonna lie. I do literally have to go do like laundry and shit, and uh, I feel you. finish off my night. I feel I feel the energy now is we got it all out. We got it. We've really fleshed it out. I feel like so. I think so too. It felt like we're starting to um, well not not tread the same ground but we it felt like we were putting little caps on things that we've been touching on mm-hmm. not you know what i'm saying exactly it's kind of like yeah, i have re- a recapping recapping some of the cons because it's that's the whole thing is like you know i we, we kind of came out talking about some really complex stuff that maybe some listeners might not be aware of some people might be like well they don't know anything about that i don't, you know, I don't even know at this point uh, yeah, sometimes true. it's like i know there's people that know way more about it than i do and i'm i'm sure. way open to learning more about it but this is what that I, person please get in touch with me exactly i'm working <laughs> on what i got here right now and i'm trying to just give as much as i can of that from what i learned from that to others so well, it's going to all be synchronistic. Whoever's hearing this is hearing it at the time that they need to be hearing yep. it. And But we especially thank you for hearing it and yes, for thank you. putting your mental energy towards the conversation, for sending us energy whenever, just by the attention, uh, you know, the attention connection is where the energy flows from. So we wouldn't be able to do it without having some attention energy from others who are also seeking to, to uh, both project and emulate the the harmonious vibrations that they find in their reality. Absolutely. And as we can a little bit of that. And I just have to give a huge thank you to, to all, to you, to you chance and to, to all of you guys listening. Um, especially people that this is, this is a part of their lives. This is their movement. Um, this is their part of their culture. I just have to say that you are some of the most bravest people in the entire world, being able to dive that deep and remain sane. And then to also stand as a, as a pillar in your community of support or, or, or anything like that, or be able to provide any, anything other than, um, just your own self and your own journey trying to figure it out but actually having the courage to include other people in it because that's what it takes like asking for help or, or bringing other people in and not just not necessarily just asking for help to take energy in any, in any regard but asking how can we share each other's resources how can we share our minds and our hearts and all of all of that together um so shout out to how can we cooperatively yeah, interface with that shout abundance? out shout out to one of the most just fucking powerful communities that's ever existed in humanity a a real a real tribe of people who who see the wounds of this world who see the the wounds that that have been you know done to the native americans and just this whole spiritual void that just needs to be filled here and so i'm so happy that you are are alive i'm so happy that i'm alive and i get to do this with you and yeah just thanks for being so fucking awesome all of you Yeah, that was. It's been a doozy, man. Yeah, I'm sure that it. I'm sure we'll be doing this again soon. And I guess I'll go ahead and uh, we'll just call this the 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 end. Goodbye. All right, see you guys.
catalyst to say what has never been said, to see what has never been seen, to draw, paint, sing, sculpt, dance, and act what has never before been done, to push the envelope of creativity and language. And what's really important is, I call it the felt presence of direct experience, which is a fancy term which just simply means we have to stop consuming our culture. of a dying world. 